You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on the Cooligans, in the first segment, we go over uh, the final details of our Atlanta event, we're very, very, which we're very, very excited about. Red Clay Comedy Festival. Also, the U.S. Open Cup, the Red Bulls lose. The Sporting Kansas City, the Sporting Kansas City win again. <laughs> <laughs> a, fourth, a fourth U.S. Open Cup, and they're doing graffiti all over the neighborhood. Also, uh, New York City uh, playing Connecticut. Pretty, uh, oh, how exciting about that. Damn, paying off the mafia. <laughs> and uh, the Belmont bid. Will NYC. CFC play in Long Island. Nobody wants it. Uh, well, some people are they're suggesting that they actually do want it. No. <laughs> also, Jazzy's artist. What position? What, what position Jazzy's already plays? Who, whatever Ziggy tells him to. <laughs> <laughs> in the second segment, man, we talk about all the different games. We talk about the Whitecaps. Still at the top of the West. Nobody cares. No one's talking about them. We do, baby. We talk about RSL. And oh my God, boy, is that printer working? We talk about Portland and Orlando. Valeri, he is he the MVP? He's gotta be. He's gonna keep scoring. Even in games, he's not even playing. He's scoring. We talk about Atlanta versus Montreal. We talk about Villalba, pure rage that comes out of him whenever he's on the field, and the pure rage that comes out of Joseph Martinez when he doesn't score. And we talk about a lot more that and that and a lot more, which I already said. But what doesn't matter because we're going to talk about so much on this episode of the Cooligans. Hi, this is Julian Gressel from Atlanta United, and you heard the Cooligans. Yeah, baby. What is up? All right, that was an extended yeah, baby. Yeah, I'm not sure what was going on there, but whatever. <laughs> it's uh, episode 113. Yeah, 113 times uh, that we've done you, this. That you, for some reason, have clicked on and listened, and now even watch. <laughs> you can now even watch right yeah. in the comfort of your underwear, of, or, or toilet, or or toilet, uh, yeah. or bed. Yeah, if you if you listen, not both of those at the same time. If you're listening to this on the toilet right now, just tweet at us immediately uh, with the selfie. Yeah, please do not. I was just about to say, <laughs> do not take a photo of yourself. I know, uh, but nothing gross. Yeah, no, just a photo of yourself on the toilet. <laughs> nothing gross. Nothing gross, right, guys. Keep, keep it classy. That's uh, all I'm saying. Not at all. Sometimes it's funny because I remember uh, uh, last week we got a tweet from uh, uh, our, our friend Jay Riddle. Yeah, who, uh, when the king of. Gifs or gifs, whatever. Uh, yes, the king of gifs. As yeah, I, that's yeah, which is how it's said. Uh, and we've had this debate before. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but uh, you were talking about Cuban sandwiches last week, as you do yeah. every week, because that's the thing you do. Yeah, well, I, maybe you, maybe not everyone doesn't listen to all four hours, but we do have the Cuban sandwich segment. Uh, very Cuban special every sandwich, episode. Yeah, uh, Santa Cruz is playing in the background. <laughs> it's, a great, <laughs> it's a great segment. We love it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, coincidentally, while you were talking about Cuban sandwiches, he was eating a Cuban sandwich. And he was like, yo, this is mad weird. Inception. <laughs> In sandwich Uh But yes. Yeah, so. By the way, shouts to Jay Riddle for eating a Cuban sandwich. <laughs> All right, Jay. People right now who don't know who this is, who may be listening for the first time, and they're like, do they do this podcast specifically for three people and mention them throughout the podcast? Kind of. This is this like the, the, the they've been uh, this they're sort of like cast members of uh, of the show now. We do have extras. They're like they're, yeah, well, yeah. They're, they're like uh, recurring characters. Well, you know what they are? They're like the the wacky neighbor. 
neighbors. Yeah. If we're sitcom, we have wacky neighbors. <laughs> we have wacky neighbors. But right. you know what, what happens and sometimes with those neighbors? Yeah. They get killed off. Oh, yeah. They do get killed <laughs> off. So, who knows? You know, you got to keep, you got to tune in right. next week. Or in some cases, like Tropic Sounders, they can't be around when the kid actors are around on the show. <laughs> they have well, to yeah, leave. Well, yeah, but there's legal issues. The legal issues. Yeah. Not our fault. It's the law. <laughs> right? Our hands are up. Uh, Shouts to him. I know he's still doing the recovery out in Miami. That's right. Props to you, buddy. Uh, but yes, uh, so yeah, we, we're talking about the characters, but whatever. Uh, let's at least begin the show because uh, yes, let's begin the show. We said, wait, wait, wait a minute. This is a soccer podcast. <laughs> I thought this was a podcast about asking people on the toilet to take photos and send it to Thank us. Thank you for for listening and and, uh, and dealing with us for just for the first uh, you know two two minutes uh, of the show. But this is we like to give you a little insight into what's going on in our lives, and yeah. clearly it's worth it every time. Uh, this is the Cool Against Podcast. This is the the gulliest soccer podcast in the country. All right, usually I say that, but thank you yeah, so yeah. much for getting you know on board. Just with just, this. That's it. I'm a, <laughs> already. I got it tattooed on my body, and that's it. It's right a, on the a, small of his back. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, little tramp stamp. My little tramp stamp. <laughs> uh, <it was laughs> totally worth it. Uh, so uh, my name is Christian Polanco. Yeah, and I'm Alexis Guerreros. Uh, and yeah, and uh, uh, th- there's a, a lot of things going on, but we we do have to uh, because we are one. You're hearing this on uh, Wednesday. Uh, we are one day away from uh, from our event in Atlanta. We're, oh man, I'm so excited! Yeah, so we're going to be uh, at the Red Clay Comedy Festival again. We we've, we've mentioned this a lot, but we right. have we have a couple new listeners. Yeah, uh, yeah, we do. That we've uh, probably what, from Home Before Dark uh, and uh, Soccer Down Here that we just did, and uh, you know, of course, uh, Mouths of the South. Yeah, that's right. So we, it, it is. Uh, so welcome, new listeners in Atlanta. We've been we've been doing a a little uh, 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 you know Atlanta media tour. Oh my God, we've been doing a, a press junket. Press Junket. A little, a little podcast <laughs> press junket. You know, those are those exist now. Yeah, that's man, thing. that's part of what we do now. And uh, we've yeah. just been trying to, you know, make sure that people know about this awesome event that we're doing at the Red Clay Comedy Festival. So if you're listening to this on Wednesday or Thursday, you still have time to go. Not a lot of tickets left, so hopefully it's not sold out. If you do want to buy tickets and you do see that it's sold out, tweet at us, message us, do something, because I believe the venue has the ability to add a few more seats. Uh, let us know for sure if it's something you want to do, and we can sort of make that happen, yeah. um, and we can effort that. So please let us know. I know we're really close to selling out, uh, which is absolutely awesome. Thank you so much, Atlanta, for the love that you're showing us. Um, we can't meet, uh, wait to meet some of the guys that we've talked to that host these podcasts or some of our fans out there just some of the people that are tweeting at us everyone who told us to go to claremont lounge which if you live in any other city you don't know it's apparently a strip club for old fat ladies those are the strippers only, only old fat ladies are allowed to go in. no no no. those are the strippers <laughs> they're the only ones that are allowed to take their clothes oh, okay. off so i can go you can go <laughs> yeah uh, exciting. i'm yeah I'm, hey, so I, we're, we're definitely gonna, we're gonna do it we're gonna go very forward thinking atlanta something like that or maybe yeah. maybe they maybe too far back thinking <laughs> uh yeah getting some baby boomers up yeah, there yeah you think baby boomers not a twerk yeah we're about to find out they can either make their ass clap or break their hip it's one of the two uh but it's gonna be fun so we're gonna do a bunch of stuff while we're out there we're also a part of the red clay comedy festival if you don't know we're doing a live podcast to open the festival being a part of a festival is a huge honor being asked to open the festival be the first event uh sort of the you know when they they break the champagne bottle over the mast of the ship that's us or like uh are we the mast or are we the champagne bottle we're basically uh popping the festival's cherry oh boy are we speaking <laughs> of claremont lounge that's an old no, those, prune that's those the, the, they're popping they're popping the prune of the festival 
Just an old, worn-out prune, a little yeah. band-aid down there. Those are not cherries anymore, <laughs> my friend. Long, long. That's wine at this point. Can you make wine out of cherries? I'm sure you can. A little framboise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just vinegar, actually, at this point. Just vinegar with an old cigarette butt. Uh, uh, <laughs> we can't wait to be in Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta does 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 everything fun. Everything's fun. In Texas, everything's big in Texas. Everything's fun in Atlanta. Uh, so it's, so it's going to be great. So, yeah, uh, go to SoccerCoolNews.com. Go to RedClayComedy.com if you want to uh, get an opportunity to 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 see this. Julian Gressel is going to be there. Brittany Arnold. Uh, we're going to have a really, really fun and, and special and unique time yeah man we're uh, gonna we're this. gonna be giving away you know some stuff also we've got some shirts if you guys wanted to buy uh cooligan shirts and you uh didn't get a chance uh you know to 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 buy it online we're gonna have a, a little bit actually probably the last of our run yeah uh, this is it uh we're gonna have that there we're also gonna be selling the official poster or you know we'll be autographing them whatever you guys want we're gonna we're gonna be doing as much as we possibly can a lot of fun stuff uh so uh we can't wait to be there. We're going to be at the game, but there's a, a, a you know, a, a lot of stuff is happening outside of Atlanta. Yeah, there is. Yeah. As, as well. Like people watching Atlanta play uh, <laughs> soccer. Uh, but we should, let's start with a couple things that, uh, that, ha- that, some news in, in New York, because we are in New York and uh, NYCFC is a, a team that's currently looking for a, a place to, to play soccer. Outside. A place to call their own. Yeah. And uh, there there has been some news about a uh, a stadium. Well, let's but let's just start with like when the Hartford City, uh, you know, thing happened, that big yeah. joke. But they played in Hartford this last weekend against the Houston Dynamo. It was supposed to be a home game. But as you know, we share a stadium with the Yankees. The Yankees had a makeup game. Uh, so it, they're just scheduling. They couldn't do it, so they forced NYCFC to play a home game a hundred and something miles away. I think it's like 120 miles away. Uh, roughly the distance between New York City and Philadelphia, which is ridiculous. Uh, they played it there. Neither one of us could go. Not because we're going to say, I, did, I definitely did not want to go. I made my point. I would have gone. I said that I my this was my kneeling. This was my silent protest. <laughs> I was not going to go because I didn't want to give them the idea that putting a stadium outside the, the, the walls of the five boroughs that we have here, outside of the five boroughs, uh, there are, there are okay. walls. There are walls. We're, we're not allowed to yeah. leave. Actually. No, remember, Trump is from Queens. He <laughs> built the wall before he even thought of the one on the Mexican border. But um, he, uh, which we call, I, I said no. I don't want to give them. I want them, I want them to know, even if it's just my seat, that not every seat will be filled if they do build outside of New York City. For those of you who don't live in New York City, it's incredibly hard to get anything built here. Um, you know, uh, there's a lot of people that are, you know, that will make sure that it doesn't happen in the form of community boards and, and, and local residents will just argue and, and complain and feel like their rent's going to go up, which is a huge issue here. All things that we're, but we're all very sensitive of, but the goal of calling yourself New York city is to build within those five boroughs, uh, Staten Island of which has ample space that nobody wants. Um, <laughs> so, you know, oh, you have all the space in the world. Oh, no, thanks. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> we're going to try really hard to get it into Queens. <laughs> Uh, Queens also has a lot of space that nobody wants, but still, it's just, you know, it, everything's contaminated. Everything's contaminated, and it has to be, like, you know, environmental boards and stuff. There's just a lot of people that need to be appeased before you can build anything, especially something like a stadium that has any level of tax credit or abatement. Well, I, I also, like, even though I, I would love uh, NYCFC to have a stadium, I also don't want to, like, grow an ear out of my forehead. I mean, you're, what you're doing is putting yourself before the club. <laughs> it's very sensitive. I mean, it's very selfish is what it is. Uh, and think about it. You would actually listen more if you had an ear <laughs> in the middle of your forehead, a little third. inside baseball. <laughs> For those of us, yes, we argue sometimes, just not on the podcast, not in front of the kids. Uh, but 
I was upset and I didn't want to go. You couldn't go also. We both had shows that yeah, night we, also. We, yeah, we, we wouldn't have been able to go anyway. Yeah, I would have gone if I didn't have a, a show that night. But uh, after watching the after watching the game and seeing about... They, the, 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 little over 10,000. Little over 10,000, which is not that many. And they, they, they also... That was terrible. Yeah, it's, it's not good. Yeah, and the cameras were pointing at the sun side where no one was sitting. Everyone was sitting. So it looked... Disturbingly empty. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, everyone uh, was sitting in the shade behind the camera. Move the camera. It was a little frustrating for uh, a lot of the fans, especially is like they they uh, made that big commute, and uh, the game just ended in a in a one one draw. Uh, yeah, it would have been they terrible. Played, they played lazy as hell too. Yeah, it was also it was also very hot. On yeah, the, incredibly hot. Yeah, it, it, what a this is is this what fall is now? Is this uh, is this our life now? Is it? I mean, uh, you just know, hurricanes every three days and. When we were young, we used to make fun of the people who were like the slutty this costume for Halloween, the slutty that, because you're like, yo, it's freezing outside. You wear that now. Yeah. That's the best option. <laughs> I might be a slutty uh, firefighter just because it's so hot. I'm just going to walk around in a tanga yeah. with, uh, you know, uh, instead of air on my back, it's going to be water. It's going to be one of those one of those backpacks that only white dudes have. Uh, uh, camelback. Camelback. Yeah, yeah. With the, with the little, with the straw. The straw. Yeah. You bite down and. Yeah. I always thought that was booze. It's actual water. What do you guys do? I mean, you can put whatever you want in there. Yeah, I always thought it was booze. <laughs> I thought it was built for booze. People are like, it's for camping. I'm like, why would you need... If you need to carry a backpack in a straw with... Like, if you need to carry water in a backpack that has a straw that goes right to you, you've made a mistake. You've you've camped too far. <laughs> you've camped but too you're far. But you're not a camper. You know, you're not into camping. What makes you think I'm going to answer that in any, way, <laughs> other way, in any other way besides... Yeah, obviously, I'm not a camper. I've been camping. I've been camping many times. And every time I'm doing it, I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah, we're you're, five minutes away from a hotel. Your, your hands are too soft to be a, a rugged dude. Matt, sensitive son. <laughs> Look at this, I'm very sensitive. Uh, but uh, on top of the dry right now. Uh, on top of the the you know the the issue uh, playing a playing a, a home game in Connecticut that was a, a big problem for a lot of people. Uh, but news came out about a, uh, a a possible stadium site. Well, well, the reason I brought that up is because uh, you know. Uh, Patrick off the president yeah. came out and started being a bit more vocal about, you know, these areas. Yeah. John Patrick. Yeah. John Patrick. JP. JP. Old JP. <laughs> uh, so little John was talking about, uh, you know, he, they became a bit more vocal about all the different potential sites yeah. because I think they saw the fan backlash. Uh, oh my God, is this a test run for a potential, you know, outside of the five boroughs uh, stadium? And he was like, absolutely not. There's no chance in hell. Well, here we go. <laughs> you know when the you know that time I said no chance in hell. Well, like a little bit of chance in hell. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> just a small t- chance in hell, <laughs> and legitimately in hell too because it's Long Island. <laughs> uh, so news came out, and and what's interesting because we 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 were talking to uh, the guys from soccer down here about this. So this is like yeah. more than uh, just New York news. This is like national news to some in the soccer world. People are very interested in where uh, you know NYCFC is going to play because. Obviously, when their team is going to go to Yankee Stadium, they're like, hey, this is a tiny pitch and we don't want to play here. Right. Uh, and and uh, uh, you can't kind of argue with the, the results that NYCFC gets at home. NYCFC at home is like... It's dominant. They're pretty dominant. They win a lot. Of, the, the majority... I think they've... I think they haven't lost at home or maybe lost I they, one. I think they lost. Oh, they one. lost against Portland. That yeah. was the first one. Yeah. So it took it took about five months to lose a home game. This year, obviously. This you know, season, the last yeah. two seasons, it wasn't exactly a fortress, but this year they've been much, much better at it. And I feel like they built the team around the tiny pitch. Yeah. So, yeah. And I it, you, I think there's a uh, an, a strategy and, a, and an understanding to to sort of even, even pick the lineups that will 
uh, that would be better on a smaller pitch. Yeah, I maximize don't know. the the effect that it has. You know, you for see sure. uh, year after year, the the NYCFC players have only gotten smaller. Look at Maxi Morales; he is our, our micro machine yeah. of of uh, soccer. Players. And in two years from now, he's going to be very tall on the team. <laughs> he's going to be the tallest guy on the team in two years. Um, so, uh, so this made uh, news in a lot of other uh, media outlets. But yes, so one of the locations that they are suggesting is. Uh, in Belmont, where like you, you've heard of the Belmont Steaks, you know, where they yeah. have the horse- great steaks, great steaks, Belmont skirt steaks, <laughs> very good. No, apparently it's a horse race, so don't eat the steaks. It's the losing horses. Everybody <laughs> found that out the hard way. Uh, but but this is the, the location where they want to build uh, a, a stadium, right? Uh, there's a, there's an open piece of land that a lot of uh, different companies are sort of bidding on, but also it's already. Commission, not commission. It's already uh, the the city already considered zoned for uh, sporting events. Yeah. So that's a huge issue. You know, most most land in the city is is uh, categorized as uh, residential or zoned residential. So it's hard to get that switched uh, in order to put something up like a stadium, unless you want to put it up like, uh, on top of buildings, which I've already said is an option. But it just, uh, you know, it, it could be our space needle. Please, <laughs> <a> stadium. <laughs> you had windows of the world. You had a restaurant on the top of a building. We can't put a stadium. It should be a piece of cake. Think about this. It spins just like the restaurant did. <laughs> huh? Not bad. While the game is going, yeah. on. what seats do you what see what angle do you have? All of them. <laughs> the seats spin around the stadium. <laughs> it's amazing. That's uh, I mean, that's very. I mean, that's the future. I mean, come on now. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to go? There's not a bad seat in the house. Yeah. Also, I'm vomiting uncontrollably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, very dizzy. The vertigo sucks, but the game is worth it. The quality. I mean, <laughs> You know, <laughs> it's hard to talk to your fans. Uh, yeah, but this is uh, this has been a big uh, a problem because a lot of you know, even me personally, it's like uh, the idea of going to Long Island to uh, which would be like, also makes us vomit. <laughs> the <laughs> yeah. vertigo. I mean, just, I'm getting vertigo already. The Long Island about it. Railroad. Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> it's it, not on the subway. It's not on the subway. So it would be uh, a really tough commute, and it would, it would just take a long time to get there. And we, and we see, you know, uh, that when M- you know MLS 1.0, right, was the was like the, they weren't really thinking of They're just uh, yeah, put it in NFL or college stadiums. We would figure out a way to get these games. Going. Yeah, but now we're it. now we're learning. You need to have these uh, soccer stadiums in urban centers uh, that are that are uh, accessible from public transportation. Public transportation and is you massive will, for most cities. For most, and, but and then that will lead to uh, you know a better uh, yeah, but like attendance. those walkable sort of downtown stadiums. Sure. Not all of them have to be that, but there's there's a, a you know it's that sense of community is built and 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 it becomes like a part of like you know everybody marches to the stadium. It's kind of fun. It's it's part of you know, bringing in that young professional crowd. And, you know, and that's exactly what we are. And Belmont <laughs> gives you none of that. None uh, of that. Yeah, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna have to start a family. Family and get a house. Right now, I got to get a picket fence to <laughs> be a fan of this team. <laughs> I'm going to put 2.3 kids. Where am I going to find that third of a kid? <laughs> 2.3? That's it, the average. Is it 2.3 or 2? Isn't it 2.5? No, it's 2.3 and a dog. Oh, okay. So come on, 0.3 of a kid. <laughs> I'm just holding an arm, a shoulder, and half a head. He wants to go. Is it a he? I never asked. Uh, I don't. I don't. I will not go to the games in Belmont. I'm not sure if I'm ready to say that I won't support the club anymore. Sure. Um, it will feel as though we were lied to. Without a doubt. Uh, it will feel as though uh, they failed. 
and they failed the community that they supposedly love. Already, I kind of complained that the 95% of the team, 99% of the team lives in Connecticut. You don't like that the players live in Connecticut. And the staff live in no, Connecticut. It upsets me that every time you. I hear it. Every time I hear it. Well, if you don't know, some people may think like that Connecticut is like incredibly far away, but like Stanford, Connecticut. I mean, emotionally it is very far away. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I don't like it. I don't want to hear about it. Yes. Connecticut is closer than you are to your father. Uh, oh. <laughs> yes. Who? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go cry real quick. Uh, but no, there's like a piece. There's like a penis that sticks out of it that juts into uh, the city. They could, I mean, you know, there's no other way to put it. It's like a little handle. There's a million ways to put it. <laughs> so let's just, let's just be clear about that. There's so many different analogies, metaphors. Well, if you consider that that's where all the finance money is, I feel like my metaphor is way better. Um, okay, yeah, the big short. Yeah, right? yeah 100%. Well, it's not so short. Uh, but yes, uh, uh, there's like a... Ch- there's literally like a, a piece that juts out into and almost touching the city. What normally would have probably would have been a part of uh, New York City, but I think they wanted or uh, New York State, but wanted, I guess, cheaper taxes. So it moved over to Connecticut. But it's like a place like Fairfield, uh, Connecticut and Greenwich. Uh, Greenwich, Connecticut, all the big money. That's where they all go. Right. Yeah. And and, the, and that's fairly close, especially to the Bronx, so especially to purchase, which uh, is purchase where they where, are, where they train, so. which is above the Bronx. And, but that bothers you that they're I, not. You, you want you them play to be, for New York City. You want them to be in Williamsburg and just. Not, yeah. Yo, they should be like roommates. They should have roommates. They should all be each other's roommates. You should be a part of the city. When you go home, you should be walking through the city that you represent on that field. That's just how I feel. I'm, I I don't care. Uh, you can but be you mad at me. But you don't say that to like NFL players, NBA players. You, because you they, expect they don't them have, to live in Manchester. They don't have the connection to the community that soccer players do. Really? Okay. NFL players, they don't care where they play. It's just the jersey. They're all just franchises. Soccer is different. You're wearing the city name on your chest. You know, you play for the club that represents that city. It, you, it's different. The owners are the only ones who care about the uh, in, in other sports that really care about the actual city itself. If you're in a big market, maybe the players sort of attach themselves like Porzingis is doing that with the Knicks. You know, sure. He's trying to become a bit more of a, you know, seen and noticed in New York. He's come out to NYCFC games. But in soccer, it's different. You're part of that community. Right. Everyone's like, oh, anti-modern football. Right. That was that, was that, that nerd comic thing. <laughs> You're like, right? Like, no, comic, you know, you need to be a part of. Uh, I hate the modern, and everyone's buying everyone. That guy, right? That's because you should. You're supposed to be a part of the community. That's what a soccer player is supposed to do. If you lose a game in New York City and then you go home to, you know, freaking Greenwich, Connecticut. You want you want people just angry at you on the subway. Yeah, ride you back need. Home? You should take the subway. You should 100 percent have to take the subway with lose. the fans. Only if you lose. Only if you lose. <laughs> You, you know what you got to do? You got to do the same thing we're doing. You got to sit on the subway for 45 minutes. Yeah. And of course, they only add one extra train because God forbid, God forbid, you get everyone home in less than 45 minutes after a match. It only takes an hour and a half. I just imagine David V is holding on to, yeah. to, the, to the bar. And Maxi Morales is holding on to David V's leg. <laughs> and everybody's like, yo, David, what was, that, what was that pass in the box, man? Just take the shot. Come on, dog. <laughs> Why are you going so far? Midfield, they grab the ball. And he's like, you know, I would like to just go home and my family is here. You're not allowed. You're not allowed take a car you're not allowed to take an uber you got to take your ass home on a subway and if you live in a city that doesn't have that you got to go home with a family a family has to drive you home so like if you're in atlanta they don't have subways you got a carpool you got a carpool you now got to go home you got to sit in the back of a minivan with a family who came out to see you and you get no orange slices no none zero they're like hey kids anybody want chocolate david is like i would like a pizza of chocolate uh no no chocolate for you david you did not earn yeah a a chocolate uh how about anyone who didn't miss a shot uh that in this car gets a piece of chocolate how's that sound david 
Please, can I have chocolate? Oh, man. Uh, well, that's an interesting uh, question. I think we have a new character on this. That would be who wants a piece of chocolate. <laughs> that's a new character on the podcast. Please, un, po- un, un poquito de chocolate. Just a little. Can I have? He's on the phone. He's like, but they don't want to give me the chocolate. What am I supposed to do? This is not right. I am David V. I have a Rolex. This is not right. Can I give them the Rolex for a piece of chocolate? The, the chocolate doesn't even look that good, but I want a piece of chocolate. I'm in the car. <laughs> That's a, that's a fun character. <laughs> it's a fun character. Do you want a chocolate? Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, he's in a car, so that character can go anywhere it wants. Huh? We didn't even zip zap zap our way in there. Huh? Are you guys impressed? But, but it, it it does raise a question. Just you, even you you just saying about uh, the the role soccer players play to uh, for the community. You're almost you're really saying. I mean, there's a couple of things. In, in my opinion, the I, I would love. Uh, and I was thinking about this the other day. I would. I, I'm a Knicks fan. Wouldn't it be awesome? If there was just like a Knicks supporters. I don't even know if there is. I we talked about this like the third episode. Yeah, actually, uh, there should be supporters groups for the Giants and the Yankees. But and there's, the, there's, I mean, the, I, and the, the Knicks. There's definitely the culture of those other sports is like. Definitely NFL is like tailgating. That's like the thing. But there's not really No, but even in the stadium or in the in the in the in the arena. Sure, but so but it, it does raise this question because like the I, I don't know what the the role like uh the millionaire players uh that play like in the Premier League, uh in La Liga. I I know that they are part of the community. I don't know exactly how much. Like is they're not incredibly a part of the community for sure. Is I mean, it because they're it, so rich, they don't have to be. Is it because uh, MLS players make less money that that they should be more a part of the community because they're they're essentially uh they're they're like pay scale is equal to like a lot of other people in the stadium i don't know if it's necessarily just that i don't think security is a big issue for them yeah they're they're much more anonymous than yeah uh, um so i don't know that like you know like maybe you know harry kane can't walk around tottenham you know what i mean sure maybe mesut ozil can't just freely walk around london you know what i mean yeah but i mean because it's like paparazzi crazy i mean yeah that's what i'm saying like there there, there's a security uh issue for them yeah because it is a bit more of a rabid fan base you know uh we've all seen the photos of you know andrea pirlo just randomly walking down fifth ave sure you know what i mean like it's it's they should be much more of a part of a community because they do get that anonymity here um and they do get the ability to just be a local you know, I mean, let's be honest. When Dax McCarty played in in at in New Jersey, he lived in New York City. That is true. Uh, why why are y'all living? Y'all represent New York City. Why are y'all living in, in in White Plains or in which is not New York City? Or why are you living in in Connecticut? It's not fair. It's, I mean, it's not fair to whom? It's not fair to us, the fans. <laughs> they should be a part of this community. You don't just come in to you know sign autographs. Get your ass over here. <laughs> Weird. I mean, I, I feel like it's it's a it's a it's a weird uh, weird as a cop out d- demand. You, you know, I mean, it, I, you I, think it's unfair? The idea that for the people see see and all right, like let's pick a city that maybe doesn't have like I guess Seattle, right? You don't necessarily have to live in Seattle proper to be considered part of Seattle, right? Like Chicago, there's Chicago land, right? Yeah. Like someone like a Drew Connor, who we spoke to on the last podcast. Yeah. He grew up in Chicago land. That's what they call like the small suburbs that were created around Chicago because Chicago was so big, right? Mm-hmm. So many people. That's considered to me a part of the community. He comes from the community. He's there. Guys like James Sands are from this area, right? They're, they came up through the academy. They're going to live in New York City. Because they're part, they're from New sure. York City. Yeah. If you play for New York City, if you play for the Chicago Fire, you should live. Look at uh, when we spoke to uh, you know Bastian Schweinsteiger and Nikolic, right? They live in downtown. 
I know they're rich, and I know those other players do, but everyone else lives in that area. You should be able to do the same thing. All right. Well, I mean, I just feel like people should live wherever the hell they want. That's that's my opinion. I see, and this is your biggest <laughs> problem is you're not willing to force people to do what you want. You know what I mean? <laughs> and again, we are. I don't love a, a player more just because he lives in like I, my zip code. I wouldn't love him less or more. I just think it's a cop out to not live in New York City. Uh, oh, it's so expensive. Yeah, yeah, it is expensive. And guess who lives there? All of your fans. <laughs> and not only do they pay for their rent, but they also pay for tickets to go see you. <laughs> so you should live here as well. Uh, okay. Sure. I want. You know what? If you lose three games in a row, you live in the Bronx. How's that sound? <laughs> yeah, Regardless got- of what team you are. How's that? <laughs> in the Bronx, population just went up. A whole lot of MLSers. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's been the thing we've been uh, discussing uh, the, the last couple of days. <laughs> well, uh, none of that. Have we been nothing, discussing? No, no. I mean, we've discussing. been the, just the, the, the Belmont thing, uh, yeah. you know, and sort of the state of uh, of the, the uh, NYCFC stadium uh, like uh, ordeal because, uh, that, you know, it's always an issue. But uh, one of the points I wanted to make about the 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 bid in in Belmont in Long Island yeah. was that some people are saying that this is like a, a more of a, a a political move uh to make right. a bid just just to like it's like a bluff a bluff to like uh, yeah. just to show some interest and uh and and use it as like a negotiating uh just ha- to have that card uh, yeah. because they really want a, another space either in the Bronx or in Queens yeah and I think it's just so everyone knows if it's not off the subway. It's not going to work. You need to be able to get yeah. there from the subway. That said, I still think Red Hook would work. It technically in, doesn't have in, a subway that feeds it, but there are subway stops that are less than 10 blocks away from everything in Red Hook. It's a small area. It kind of curves around uh, the edge of Brooklyn. That's a bro- yeah. Uh, it used to be just like a port, but now it's kind of cool. It's kind of bumping. It's got the best barbecue joint in all of New York City. It has an Ikea. Uh, they have an Ikea, which Imagine you can take I- a boat to, by the way. There's a there's a high-speed boat that costs the same as a subway swipe. I mean, who wouldn't want a... A high-speed boat? A high-speed boat. So how you get into the game? Oh, I don't know. A $2.75 yacht? <laughs> That's how I'm getting. A speed yacht? I got to get like a, a Miami Vice, like, uh, you know, flowery shirt. Son, I might dress up like Hulk Hogan and do a little Thunder in Paradise. <laughs> Stand on the front of that boat. Shave the top of your head and only keep a mullet. But still wear a do-rag, <laughs> even though I have... Everyone knows you have no hair. Just rock a do-rag. Flat. Up in the bag, white Fu Manchu. Yeah, so so everybody, just just pray for NYCFC. <laughs> yeah, hopefully uh, a stadium will. Uh, and let's get a realtor, someone to find us some space and to move these players into New York City. <laughs> Can we get that done already? Hit us up. Come um, on, uh, let's also city habitats helping let, us out. Uh, we didn't. We uh, recorded the podcast before the U.S. Open Cup last week, uh, so we didn't know. Uh, what you know, we didn't. The game didn't hadn't happened yet, but the U.S. Open Cup happened. Yes, it did a week ago. Oh, so, baby! Sorry for the. I, I know people love late ass sports news. You know what you want to hear about <laughs> is something you've already heard a lot about. <laughs> but let's talk about it. And you know what? I want to start off by saying uh, a lot of Red Bull fans took offense to uh, our tone on social media. After the Red Bulls lost, if you didn't realize what was, our, what was our tone, uh, our tone was one of mocking the Red Bulls for losing, I think. And was uh, that our tone, uh, definitely your tone. Uh, <laughs> but again, when that Cooligans tweeted out, we both stand by it. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, I think it's if it's only because of the rivalry of us, obviously, being NYCFC fans, that a lot of Red Bull fans have held on to that and won't accept us as, you know, commentating on a national perspective or on a more <laughs> universal perspective because they view us as trolls which we are not but if you lose if san if uh you know if skc would have lost 
we would have trolled them. We would have made fun of them. Or okay. we would have- it's, that's a weird uh, perspective. I mean, maybe it's just because I'm a comic and... And if what's the weird perspective, the, 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 like people thinking that we're trolling a, a team, uh, when, when it's more like, uh, they think we get more joy, we get, uh, but they make fun of NYCFC all the time. And I, I enjoy it. I we retweet it. If it's, it's funny, it's hilarious. Yeah. The, 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 the TIFO with the, 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 the different locations of where the stadium was going to be. Yeah. That was great. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. More of that. Yeah. I mean. It wasn't the most creative, but it was very good. We, but also like, well, the, we the, call the ourselves whale, the out. The Hartford whale at the game. Oh god, that was great. That was great. Yeah, we call those things out when they're good, right? It's so funny. We we shared that, and not only that, we appreciate it for the culture. If and if Red Bull fans didn't get after NYCFC, that there would be the rivalry would not be as great as it is. It needs to go back and forth. It can't just all be one sided, right? Like you guys beating us every single time, or beating NYCFC every the first few times we played. Uh, the first handful of times we played, that wasn't as much fun as it is now where it's back and forth. Yeah. Right. You never know what's going to happen when you walk into the rivalry. Right. And you guys all still have that seven nil and, you know, in the back of your pockets. So everybody relax. And now Atlanta has that, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. Boy, do they. Uh, <laughs> Chile, Atlanta and Rebels. Just if you're wearing red, you're going to win seven nil. Uh, the Crips need to do something. Um, but. The, uh, you know, we retweeted, uh, you know, we turned, you know, there's Crying Jordan, very famous, Crying the, Michael the crying Jordan. Crying Jordan, yeah, that was. Uh, but also now Crying Sasha Kleshton. No, we didn't retweet that. I made that. You made that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. I'm sorry, not retweet. We, we made that. Yeah, we, yeah, we made that. Right? And we tweeted it out. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Rebel fans started to go through our catalog of videos and tweets and respond to things in a very negative manner. Oh, I didn't see that. And very condescending. <laughs> like one thing was, uh, you know, is uh, Mercedes Benz the new Azteca, which I think at that point was the last video we had uploaded. Yes. So Red Bull fans started tweeting it out, going, "No, <laughs> that was like, oh, like, you sure showed us." Burn. <laughs> but then what? I, no. but also, what, uh, what are you? Uh, what, I know you are. But what am I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Robert, you're glue, and <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> which, oh man, I'm telling my mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair <laughs> uh but there's someone's like it's only been open for two weeks it yeah, can't be but i was like I also, did you watch the video because <laughs> you just agreed with us so i put so you agree with us then and that guy goes numb no and i go uh yeah watch the video he goes i'm not watching the video i go you just retweeted it for us <laughs> like you're helping us more than watching it once <laughs> and then the guy's like oh i'm kind of busy but i will get around to watching like now we're friends <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing to go back and try to like you know bombard us with negativity and a couple of our videos had like dislikes that didn't have it before. Fine. I mean, you still clicked on it. (laughs) But it's, it's odd. Maybe, maybe it isn't clear that we're comedians. It's because that's the the only thing I can think of. It's like, I don't think it matters to some people. They're all jokes. Like just watch the damn thing. And we're we're laughing about the the whole, whatever we're posting is the intention of it is to be funny, not to be uh, 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 divisive in any way. Hurtful. Yeah. We're just being idiots. We're not something stupid. Stupid like the president. We're just <laughs> comedians. Okay, we're, we we don't talk about politics no. like our piece of shit president. We do not. We would never. 
wants someone who loves that that pile of garbage that sits in the home office to ever listening to this podcast think that they can't be a part of it just because they love someone who's just a flaming pile of turd. You know what I mean? Exactly. All right. We are fair and down the middle. Right down the middle. All times. We want you to know that we're unbiased. Like, if you hate the president, cool. If you happen to love him, that means you're a terrible person. Still, that's fine. You know what I mean? But that's like, good. Well, yeah. We're, we welcome all people. Right? That's what I'm saying. Like, you're all welcome There's, to listen. Like, like a famous uh, uh, politician once said, there's many sides. Many there's sides. Many sides. Good people. <laughs> Good people on, on both sides. <laughs> many sides. Uh, if I could only remember his name. Oh, uh, God. But, uh, you know, we don't have that kind of time. Uh, I don't think orange people have names. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, uh, we should. Uh, we were talking about the U.S. Open Cup. The Red Bulls did lose this game 2-1. to one. Congratulations, Sporting Kansas City, winning, uh, I think, was this their fourth? Their fourth. U.S. Open Cup. Also, but- did you know they had this whole thing called paint the wall? They did. I saw that. I saw Matt Beasler, that, that, that vandal. That vandal. That hoodlum. That hoodlum gr- doing graffiti. Also, terrible. Terrible graffiti. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't mean, know. What, I don't know what you expected. I mean, I thought he was just. If you gave out of everyone on that team, why him? Because he's the captain. <laughs> I mean, sure. Yeah, that kind of makes some but sense. You can't be like, all right, none of you guys know how to do graffiti better yeah. than me. Hey, hey, zero. Hey, who he has a criminal record? You're <laughs> yeah, doing the graffiti. Yeah. yeah, come on, one of you guys. And Latif Blessing's like, why is everyone looking at me? Why is everyone looking at me? Uh, yeah, it's just come on, Zeusy. I feel like would have had a bit more flair in his two. His zero looked. It looked like a donut you would throw away if someone handed it to you. Oh, it right. was messed up. They should have put a smiley face in that zero. No, never. I don't care. <laughs> Jesus, all right. You're not allowed to do little, it either. Little heart above the one. I might, I might just put 2017 right here on our wall, on our studio wall, and I'll show you guys. Uh, this was what the interesting part of uh, of this game is. I I genuinely felt like all the media covering it, uh, even even MLS from everything that they posted. They really created the narrative of we hope the Red Bulls win because they've lost so much. It, you know what it was? It was there's no story in San uh, Sporting Kansas City winning a fourth. There's yeah. no story there. Their story is the Rebels have never won a final. Yeah. They've only walked away from finals having been the loser, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the story. What it in turn did was create this sort of powder keg of pressure for the Red Bulls yeah. that every time they were asked a question, they had to answer something akin to, do you think this one's the one? <laughs> and what a worse situation to be in. Because it's always, it's just the, the, the constant reminder of like, hey, remember when you lost all those other ones? Yeah. You were, you've been in this exact situation before and you've lost. Right. That's like going into your fourth marriage and everyone's like, none of the other ones have worked. <laughs> what do you think about what this one? Right? Yeah, you're like, yeah, this is the way you want me to introduce love <laughs> into my life is by asking me about my previous failures. What are the odds here? Uh, get, just yeah. get, we're betting on this one. So, yeah. <laughs> on this marriage. Giannis Papas though, had a great bit once. Mm-hmm. If you guys don't know, Giannis Papas is very funny. Mr. Panos, great character. Uh, Marisa, another great character. He had a bit about uh, you shouldn't give a gift. You shouldn't be giving gifts at weddings. You should be placing bets. Like if you you bet on how long that relationship is going to last, you're like, all right, look, here's here's a hundred dollars, here's one hundred fifty dollars. I'm going to say four years. If it's <laughs> if it ends before that time, you get your money back. Yeah, yeah. And the, the higher the number you pick, the bigger the amount. So you got to like 10000 All right, I'm going to say 20 years. Here's $10,000. I get that money back. That's a, that'd be a, that's a good business. That's a great business. Vegas. You know, Vegas could get in on I that. mean, come on. I'm, <laughs> I'm all ready for this. I'm that guy who's got like the dollar bills tucked between his fingers like, come on, y'all. Yeah, I'm, I, I'd, I'd immediately bet on the, you know, 
uh, Kardashian and Fat Kanye. I'm saying, oh, I'm saying, how long is this gonna last? Dude, shouts to Fat Kanye. <laughs> Welcome to the team, buddy. Huh? God, you know, doesn't it feel good? It hurts to get up, and sometimes it hurts to sit down. But I will laying down also can be tough down, not that comfortable. Standing up, definitely not comfortable. Sitting down, eh, maybe depends on the chair. Get yourself a nice burka lounger, you know, nice lazy boy. And let me tell you something. Welcome to the rest of your life, buddy. All those nice pants that you make, you won't be able to fit in them. Just like I can't. But you know what? You're gonna be happy in them sweatpants, buddy. Oh, you're gonna be happy. And all your jeans are gonna be stretched now. I, but Kanye also his. A lot of his clothing is like very, very flowy stuff. Yeah, he's, he's rocking 90s like, uh, you know, gym shirts. <laughs> Everything he wears he's, looks like he's just going to go play basketball in the 90s. He's looking like a franchise boy. Yeah. <laughs> he counts stacks in his white tee. Oh. <laughs> uh, but the game itself was pretty good. Uh, I, I was definitely, yeah, I was. It I, was a great game. Was, and the, you know what's funny? Like, people talk about the Open Cup isn't that important. The energy and the way these teams were playing, it was yeah. like, it was, it seemed, it seemed more fun of a game than MLS Cup final. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I had something to do with just uh, uh, Children's Mercy Park is just like a, a great it's a great place to have a final. I mean, the, the the fans were. I actually forgot that was the name of the stadium, and I was like, "What the hell is he talking about?" It's because of the children's mercy. <laughs> but they were. It was a. Uh, uh, it it was great, and uh, you know, Sporting Kansas City got off to an early lead. Uh, but the, the concern. I mean, there was. There's a lot of people uh, putting blame. They they don't know where to put the blame exactly. They're like some people on Jesse Marsh for no uh, I, the it, lineup for for uh, uh, Ryan Miara as as the keeper. Mara, um, what would you have done in that situation? Because for those of you who don't know, uh, Ryan Mara was the one who was allowed to sort of have the cup competition. Yeah, right. So he was the starting uh, keeper for that. Got him to the final, but you've got Louis Robles, who's the starter. And someone that Ryan Mara knows is the starter. It's not a surprise, right? He knows it. And Ryan Mara used to be the starter. In fact, one time he was being looked at by the um, Irish national uh, team uh, to be called in. He's a good goalkeeper, but he's not. He hasn't, you know, usurped or, you know, hopped over um, Robles. Robles. So Robles is the starter. You're going into a final, something you've never won. And. Jesse Marsh comes out when asked the question and says, we've never won a trophy. We've only won the supporter shield. That's not a trophy. That's not a cup. That's a trophy, not a cup. I think he said, right? So they've never won a cup. This is it. This is your chance to win a cup, right? All the wrongs of the season. And you allow Ryan Mayer to start. Now, would Robles have won? Probably not. I don't think so. But there's also the case to be made that maybe uh, Robles directs the defense a bit better. That is possible, but the but that was the big issue. The defense was horrendous. Horrendous. And and um, you know, and what's that new guy? Morcilla? What's his name? It's not blood sausage. What's his name? Murillo. <laughs> Murillo. Murillo. He Murillo. Terrible. Well, the goal from Latif Blessing looked even worse because he's tiny. Because he is tiny. <laughs> yeah. And and Murillo is much larger than him. Right. Uh but but more than anything, it's just like. Just a, he just quit marking. He just he, he. It's like one of those things where you look back and you see, uh, 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 you know, you see a forward, and then you're like, all right, well, he's not going to move. And then it's like, oh, then you look back. You look back at the ball, and the, and then the forward's there, and the forward's yeah. right. He did one of those where he was like, oh, he's not going to. He's so little. He's not going right, to. There's no chance in hell. He's like, oh my god, he's right there. And yeah. and not only did he, did the ball. Uh, he he just w- was completely in the, in the wrong position, and it wasn't like the cr- the cross came from like uh it was not necessarily it wasn't like a 
a slow cross or anything, but it came from pretty far out enough to to if if you're if you're marking properly, if you're playing the position correctly, you at least put a body on the tiny body. Yeah, dude. Even if you knock him down and, and get a red card, I mean, it is what it is. You you don't let him get an open header, especially if he's tiny. Yeah, it's worse if he's tiny. I mean, yeah. we, we saw uh, uh, Maxi Morales scoring a header. I mean, but it's also like a magical header from a different angle. He didn't just run straight up and just beat taller guys to it. You know <laughs> but, what I mean? Sure, it, but it is uh, uh, who was it? Uh, Tyler Derrick, I think, is the keeper for Houston. He was uh, playing way too close up. Like he, he, well, he was coming out thinking that Maxi Morales was going to head it into the space in front of the goal. Sure, he did not think he was going to go for a goal. So everyone's like, he was out of position. No, no, no. He did what most <laughs> of us would do and go. Well, that guy's clearly not going to go towards goal. There's no chance. He's four foot eleven and he's at a very odd angle. He's next to the goal, not in yeah. front of the goal. He's going to head it into space back in front of the goal, and then it's going to come directly at it, me. It is a. Uh, it's just way more noticeable when a tiny man scores on a header. Oh my god. It's just, no it's just like it's it, it's a goal's a goal. It's a, they're worth the hurts same every time. They're worth the same amount of points. Hurts every time. <laughs> yeah. Hurts a little more. It's a little more when the dude is just a little above five feet. Yeah, when the guy can't get on any rides at Action Park <laughs> and scores a goal on you. <laughs> and scores a goal on you. <laughs> you got your fill. You're gonna remember that one. That one's gonna hurt at the end of the season when you look at the when highlight. The guy package. when he needs to get stuff from the cupboard that's yeah. too high up. You're going to feel a little bad. Right. If when you, David Villa can do one of these to him <laughs> where he just rustles Russell, his hair yeah. or gives him a little noogie, that's probably not the guy you want to score a header on you. And yeah. Latif Blessing and Maxi Morales are both those guys. Yeah. Latif Blessing is a little bit taller. But would you have, if you were in the position of uh, Jesse Marsh, who would you have started in goal? Um, I'm I'm comfortable uh, with uh, Ryan Mara. Is it, is it me? I say Miara, but it's Mira? Mara. Mara. Mara, right? Mira? M-E-A-R-A. It might be Mira. Right, I, I, I don't know how to pronounce it. It might be mirror. Okay, like the way people from Long Island say mirror, <laughs> mirror. Look in the mirror. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable saying that, but I get. I understand if that's. Yeah. I, I, Nonetheless, I, I still. I think it's a massive mistake and terrible for his confidence. Well, the, I, w- I would say both goals are were totally not his fault. Not his fault, but the he's se- not. The, se- the second goal, he probably could have done better, uh, but still not his fault because. The, the record books the, the, won't remember any of that. The record books are going to remember that he lost it. The the record books. Yeah, like the history. Like in six months, we're not going to be talking yeah, about... Yeah, we're always looking at the record books of, of MLS. Buddy, we got them right here. 2006. <laughs> we got them right here. We got to go back to the record books. Because <laughs> back. Re- these record books are very important to us. <laughs> I mean, they're let collecting me, dust let, at this point. Let me, I we got these leather-bound record books. I just blew off the dust yeah. on, this, <laughs> on this MLS almanac that I... <laughs> very important record book you have there. What do you mean it's online? Well, who's that encyclopedia salesman that was at my house? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Where's my wallet? <laughs> ah. What do you mean I had a television? <laughs> um, no, I'm I'm fine with the decision. I I, I think uh, it, th- this was a very uh, poor showing for uh, you know the, the 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 Red Bull defense that for the most part this season has been fairly stable, but they make they, they're just like. This this like lapse in in judgment that they they've been having a lot of these just like wh- where was this team from last season that was like almost you could you couldn't win in Rebel Arena that was like one of the issues uh you you uh you, they were definitely a, a tough team to score on but they just lost against Columbus they gave up I think three or four goals well this is the issue this is why a lot of and this is surprise a major surprise to me and and brand new news to me 
uh, the fans are done with Jesse Marsh, or a lot of the fans. Obviously, not everyone. Yeah. But there's a big uh, Marsh out uh, contingent amongst the fans, which shocks the hell out of me. I can't think back uh, to another uh, coach that I think has been this sort of um, that has advanced the style of uh, of soccer, you know, for a specific team that has done more with less, uh, you know, than, you know, they got rid of all their big name players and he's not only managed to keep them playing attractive football, but made them better. Um, they play a great, a great style. They play a style that's fun to watch. Um, yeah, you know, Kleshin and, and Grella weren't, you know, this year what they were last year. BWP seems to be slowing down uh, towards the end of the season. Uh, the, the Dax McCarty thing is probably still a very bitter pill to swallow if you're a Red Bull fan. But Jesse Marsh has been extremely consistent. Now, look, has he won you, um, you know, a cup? No. Has he prepared you for the playoffs in a way where maybe you're that confident for going in the playoffs? Probably not. But who's better who are you gonna get yeah it's a, yeah I, I feel like jesse marsh is suffering from the the thing that like uh mark jackson suffered from when he was with the golden state warriors great seasons yeah. get into the playoffs they, they would be electric teams they were fun to watch just couldn't they get, wouldn't win they, they couldn't, couldn't get them it. past the thing and then steve kerr gets in there and then they just carries basically carries the ball from the one yard line and and, and just yeah. <laughs> barrels it in uh here's my theory you want to hear my theory oh, i was you know sure well, I, maybe why, no. maybe why you are don't. you asking for permission maybe you've, you ne- don't. you've never asked before this is a first and guess what even if you said no i'm still <laughs> gonna tell you um i think it's because pecky's doing so good at rsl it's like what like a buyer's remorse kind of thing no i think the fans are looking and going man oh, okay. you should have just kept pecky look how great he is look how great of a turnaround he's having at RSL, you know, he yells at about he yells at a couple uh, printers, and here he is. Okay, maybe that's that's what Marsh needs to do. Just get out there and be like, yeah. He's like, hey, everyone, I'm Jesse Marsh. Now, Trey, give me that goddamn <laughs> freaking printer's broken. <laughs> he immediately just goes into that rant. It'd be great. He starts wearing sweaters. Yeah, Jesse Marsh is. Uh, he he's not much for. Uh, uh, you know, he's not he's not easily memeable. Do you know what I mean? No, he's not. No, he doesn't. He doesn't really give you that. Unless you just the, need like an angry white guy face. But there's enough of those marching. Uh, <laughs> you don't need a coach for that. Uh, sure. Where are you taking torches? Put that away. Well, please put that away. <laughs> um. So, um, a couple other things uh, we should talk about before we get into our next segment and talk about a couple of games. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, Jazzy's artist who. Uh, is is a uh, a guy? He's just on a bad team, and he's uh, he was recovering from injury. But he's he, also not playing well. But he's, he's also on a bad team. He's also on a very very bad. But team. he's part of why it's bad. I mean, you know, uh, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah he's uh, one of the reasons why uh, it's bad. Everyone is 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 uh, contributing or not contributing. Whatever the opposite of contributing <laughs> is. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you could say contributing to the the how poor it is, emotionally sucking the energy out of. I think <laughs> is one of the ones that you could use. Uh, but. Oddly enough, uh, Siggy Schmidt, and this, and this probably is, I don't know if this is like an, a very MLS thing, but, but when the team is uh, losing and they have no real chance of the playoffs and, and it's a poor season, uh, you, you can kind of experiment a little bit. You know, in and, and, and yeah. other leagues, you're in a relegation battle. So there's no... Let me try. Let me yeah. try some stuff out. No, yeah, it's yeah. like oh, we need to win. You know, like hey, hey, uh, hey Latif, you want to be goalkeeper? <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> MLS, yeah, Latif. MLS, you're like, yeah. If like Sporting Kansas City were having a bad season, I'd be like Latif. Look, or even now that they're like, you know, they're winning. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're yeah. like, yeah, we're going to the playoffs. We got two <laughs> games that don't matter. Latif, get in goal. Look, we only even have one glove. The, the, the kit man, yeah. he's gone. He's he's uh, he's already out on vacation. You want to hear something crazy? 
You're only going to wear socks. <laughs> That's it. We got no shoes. No but, boots. No but, cleats. <laughs> but we're, we're in MLS. So it's, it's MLS. There's Barry. literally no penalty for Nobody's any Nobody's watching this game. Everyone's <laughs> waiting for the playoffs. <laughs> um, but LA, uh, they, they they played. Who did they play against? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, they played Sporting Kansas City. They played Sporting Kansas City. And they uh, and Jesse Zarda played this game as, uh, as, right a, back. as a right back. Which, which we saw Graham Zussi. Uh, play uh, now as a as a as a, a, a back, mm-hmm. uh, sort of a wing back, uh, which is kind of the same thing Giazzi Zardes does. You know, he's able to advance the ball. The biggest issue with Giazzi Zardes is his first touch and his finishing. Okay. And when you're a back, those are two things you don't have to worry about. <laughs> sure, yeah. I'm like those two things. I'm like, oh, those are very crucial to uh, seem being good, being good at soccer. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're a forward. But it's clear he's not a center forward. He's just not. No, he's definitely not a center forward. I mean, he he's uh, you know a right wing kind of guy. Yeah, he's but, very good wide. But he's he's uh, just like Kanye. <laughs> And me. Sure. What is it? 44, 46? Uh, <laughs> wide? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm asking. I don't know what Kanye wears. I don't know what you wear. I'm just Jesus. <laughs> coming from some guy who wears 18 wide. I pay, uh, Yeah, I'm a very narrow <laughs> a very <laughs> narrow man. He's a damn near a size zero, this dude. <laughs> uh, proud of it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like mad jelly right Yo, now. My, my thigh gap is killing it right <laughs> oh, now. Oh, <laughs> boy, is it. Uh, uh, but yes. Jazzy, the, the the I know last last season he was injured. He came back, uh, you know, like he missed like a thir- I think a third of this uh, this year or something. He missed a couple games uh, before he came back, and he's just never really been the same guy. And you sort of notice it, especially one on one, which is that's not ne- not necessarily his his strength, right? But it's been like. It bad. He's just like not. He's not getting by anybody. He's right. not super creative. Uh, and and the 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 strength and 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 just force that he would use to 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 dominate some uh some uh, some fullbacks is is almost non-existent. It's non-existent, and it's it's shocking to me that you know he played all ninety minutes. That he agreed to play right back. Uh, it's shocking to me that. This may be a better position for him. It actually reminds me. But wouldn't it, uh, before you continue, I don't want to interrupt for no reason, but wouldn't it be weirder? Why? Because that's what I do. <laughs> wouldn't it be like if we were having the conversation of, oh, uh, Siggy Schmidt asked uh, Zardes to play fullback and he said no? How would, how would, re- you know, you would be like, well, you're not a team player. What's no, no, no. I feel like that's the attitude a striker should have. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like a wide receiver in the NFL has to be the cocky one. A striker is supposed to be the cockiest one of all. You know, uh, the reason, one of the main reasons why Thierry Henry left Juventus, besides the fact that he wasn't getting a lot of playing time, is because they wanted to make him a left back. Okay. They tried to make him a left back. Could you imagine Thierry Henry not a forward? Uh, I cannot. I mean, it would the, the statue wouldn't exist outside of No, the, it wouldn't. It would be him sliding. It would be him like... <laughs> boxing out you know what i mean like that's not what you want to see uh yeah yeah that would be it. that's what i'm saying like as a striker you're supposed to be the guy who says no now i kind of agree with you he probably wouldn't have been able to say no and he probably would have had to been a, a team player but you wouldn't and i think even siggy schmidt came out and said like you know he handled a very tough situation very well so from all accounts it's not exactly like he was like oh thank god yeah you know? it doesn't seem like it's a permanent thing no. but maybe maybe it should be though uh, who knows? I mean, he would need more time at it. Uh, they did lose. The, uh, L.A. did lose the game. As as they, of course, why wouldn't they lose? They they they're L.A. They're L.A. Yeah. And Giazzi's artist is not going to change 
uh, you know, the, the, the no. goals allowed average. Everyone um, knows that <laughs> I think the best thing to do when a new team is coming in with a bunch of incredible marketing and a stadium in downtown and, you know, uh, super famous people that are owning it and super famous international players already being signed. What you're supposed to do is tank the season so you lose all your fans and help them out. <laughs> yeah, just lose every game. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you, what, are you trying to win the games? <laughs> no, here's what I'm going to do. We're going to hire two coaches that have failed. And on top of that, we're going to take one of our fastest <laughs> players and put him back there where he can't score. How's that sound? Exactly. So let the market decide how quickly <laughs> yeah. we ruin this team. <laughs> yeah. So far, it seems to be like pretty quickly. Within a year. Within a year, they could fail. Um, uh, so Yeah. So I, I don't think it's going to be a permanent uh, thing. Uh, I, I'm sure Jazzy's artist is, is hoping that. But I, I do imagine the scenario of, uh, you know, of him, of him saying no uh, and, and if that would have gotten out. That is a very like, I mean, people would have kind of lost their minds. I don't think so. I don't think so. He's not supposed to be a right back. No, in his head, he's supposed to be a striker or a forward. Maybe. So I don't know. I, I, that's what you do. I think you man it, up. It's a little. You say nah, son. <laughs> it's a, yeah, you, yo, Siggy, yo, cut that noise. Yo, Siggy, can I talk to you outside <laughs> right quick? <laughs> but, um, yo, here's why you hire me, man. <laughs> um, but it is, you know, those situations when your boss is like, uh, "Hey, I'm gonna need to stay late." It's like you. If you you say yes and you don't want to do it and then you're miserable or you yeah. can say no. And then I was like, well, now Jazzy's the guy who doesn't want to stay late. Yeah. You know, so it's like a lose lose situation. Well, it's not because retaliation is illegal. Right. <laughs> so they can't retaliate for you saying no to do something that's not in your job description. So, folks, remember, <laughs> if your boss asks you to stay late, you can say no. And if you think he's getting back at you and giving you bad shifts or whatever, go talk to HR <laughs> or go talk to someone who's in civil rights. <laughs> Okay, so uh, we'll, we'll uh, in, during the break we'll post the number for the a- a- ACLU. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so come on! Don't let them bosses get at you like that. They could keep their asses late. They're the ones getting paid more. Report Siggy Schmidt for, yeah, for right. playing someone out of position. Giassi's like, I think he did it because I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> Just make it a whole yeah. racial thing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, we got to do what you got to do. You can't. It's you, not personal. It's business. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get to our second segment. We're going to talk about uh, a bunch of games. Uh, and real quick, we brought this up at uh, what was the podcast we just did? Soccer Down Here. Yeah. We mean it. NYCFC, pay off the mob. Okay. <laughs> That's how you're going to get the stadium. Pay off the mob. I live in downtown Brooklyn. I see these guys walk by all the time. If you need a warm introduction, <laughs> I'll make it. Okay. Look, look, uh, Patrick. Off. I know. A guy. <laughs> yeah, Patrick. I know, I know a guy. My cousin is uh, friends with the uh, yeah. with the guy. Look, he can solve all your problems yeah, yeah. for you. I'm not saying this is going to happen, but <laughs> allegedly, if you were to leave an envelope with a lot of money, I know a guy whose hands are like sausages that would pick up that envelope and maybe things get done in your general direction. You know, in a, in a way that I think you would find favorable. <laughs> Exactly. Also, are you in a wire? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, these three guys, all named Tony, are going to pat you down. Probably a little rough. And the one who's shortest, I think he's going to touch you somewhere. But we need to make sure you're not wearing a wire. Uh, yeah, obviously, just we got to take the precautions. Yeah. Uh, all right. And also, we're going to start construction. And we uh, here's a photo of your family having a barbecue. You didn't know you knew we knew where you lived. But we do. Uh, so Look, that's just how business gets done in, in the city. So just so you know, this section is going to be called the Salumaria section. Okay? <laughs> and you're only allowed to sell fresh mutts in this section. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, get it done. It's New York City. <laughs> okay. They'll yeah. have 
cement trucks there within minutes. <laughs> Are you kidding me? What do you want the stadium? You want that thing on 34th? <laughs> it's just right in Times Square. Yeah, come on. <laughs> get rid of the TKTS booth, TKTS booth, booth and get that right there. That's right. Well, you will have your stadium. <laughs> Giuliani's not in office anymore. They're back, baby. <laughs> it's a new era for the mafia. A resurgence. Yeah. Uh, come on. All right, guys. Uh, now that we've... Uh, Pirlo's president. <laughs> 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 so we we've sorted that out. Uh, uh, let's uh, let's end this and uh, get to our, our second segment. We're going to talk about a couple of the MLS matches that were uh, pretty awesome over the over the weekend. Let's do it. Uh, so uh, we'll get, be we'll be right back after. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to our podcast. Quick break. We want to tell you guys, especially if you live in Atlanta, about a special event we got going down in Atlanta on September 28th. It's going to be amazing. We are getting the chance to open up a comedy festival with a live podcast. Oh man, I mean, I'm super excited about this. Yeah, me too, Alexis. Oh wow, I can hear it in your voice. Uh, well, this is no. a huge honor for at least one of us. And uh, one of the coolest things is it's not just going to be us. We're going to have real special guests. We're going to have people that you may be cheering for every weekend. And yeah. we don't know. We're not We're not ready to tell you a who. A lot of surprises. Yeah, but there's going to be awesome. And there's going to be a lot of stuff to do. And it's going to be an absolute honor for us to be a part of this. It, is, it is a soccer comedy podcast at a comedy festival. There's never been done. Never been done. Literally never been done. So come to the first event. Uh, uh, of its kind at a, at, a, at the Red Clay Comedy Festival, uh, and it's going to be insane. So September twenty eighth, uh, all the details will be available very very shortly. Just make sure you get on our email list. Go to soccercooligans.com and get on our email list. You'll see an option uh, right at the bottom, or it should pop up right at your screen. Uh, put your email in there, and you will be the first to know how you can get tickets to the Cooligans in Atlanta live podcast. And we're letting you know now the seating is very limited, so be a part of that. Email so you can make sure you get in and be a part of the first of its kind. We're actually opening a comedy festival with a soccer, a comedic soccer <laughs> podcast. Can this work? We're about to find out, Atlanta. Put yourself on that email list and be there. Yeah, baby. Welcome back. And we're back. So, um, Major League Soccer. You heard of it, Alexis? No, never have. School me, oh, son. Okay. Major League Soccer is this. Uh, the best league in the world. It's the greatest league in the world. Uh, Already know it. Uh, controlled by the Emperor Alexi Laos. Ah, well then, <laughs> it must be very exciting and quite quantro- controversial. Controversial. Not controversial. No, no, no. It's four times as much. <laughs> it's the controversial. Um, but no, there was a, a bunch of games and we should... Um, uh, there's a couple of things, a couple of footnotes that we should at least... Uh, uh, discuss and uh, we should start with uh, Patrick Mullins. Patrick, speaking of four, Patrick Mullins. Wow, um, a little Marv Albert for you. Yeah, very good. Yes, <laughs> um, four goals, four quattro, quattro goals. <laughs> uh, not, not any, not many of them did he really create himself. No, that's, that's he had a great free a free kick. Quick, I was jeez, what's going on with me today? <laughs> the cues, no cues, cues Q- hitting you, buddy. QWs. <laughs> uh, well, my quick mouth is, is becoming a qwerty. 
Quick is not uh, Quick is spelled with Q-U-I. Q-U-I. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah, want yeah. to make sure that you know how to spell the, the word quick. Well, I don't, but <laughs> I quickly Googled it just so you didn't look as smarter than as smarter than I did. Whatever. I'm not going to talk. I'm just going to just say what I want in this situation right here, which is, look, he had one free kick goal. The rest of them are kind of poachers goals, but they're all incredible. I mean, that's always kind of been his game. He's he's more of a around-the-box yeah. kind of guy. I know a lot of NYCFC fans are like, oh, we trade him. He wouldn't have been playing this anyway. People are like, oh, we still have Kyrie Shelton. They, they play different positions. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Mullins needs to be up close to the goal to be able to do these things. And all of this, I mean, look, he's definitely got a lot of skill. A lot of uh, NYCFC fans were upset because uh, did you see Frank Lampard commented on on the, the on Patrick po- Mullins uh, sort of yeah, the, the little the, the advertisement posted, yeah, yeah, on yeah. Instagram? He, I mean, he was the MLS player of the week as yeah, well. Yeah, uh, Frank Lampard with class. <laughs> so sure. that upset a lot of people who are NYCFC fans. Whatever. Well, I, that, that's his buddy. You know, he yeah, came they're into friends. The, yeah. yeah, he came into the league uh, with when, when Mullins was at NYCFC. Makes total sense. I think it's one of those things where you're like, yeah, not only does he have that skill. I mean, he he had, what, I think two hat-tricks or a hat-trick when he first got to uh, D.C. D.C., yeah, he had a hat-trick last year. I yeah. So, I mean, clearly he, the guy's got the skill. The killer, clearly he's got the talent. Uh, but, oh, my God, how has he and that entire team looked so much better once Paul Ariola got there? Yeah, very much. Uh, it, it, I mean, I think uh, Paul Ariola assisted on two of the goals. Uh, but there is a... Uh, you, you see... Uh, you just you just sort of see that Paul Ariola obviously coming there uh, in the middle of the season, towards the end of the season. Yeah. And, and knowing that you're already on a sinking ship, like you can very easily not give it your all. Yeah. But Paul Ariola is, is, is still doing that. And DC United, they obviously, they're, they're not getting anywhere. Well, he also knows, like, dude, he's he's got paid. You know, he got bought for a couple mil. He can't just walk in here and be like, well, season's over, so I'm going to relax a little bit and then go to on a nice vacation. Sure, but all the he's other players to... seem to be doing that. That's Well, what... <laughs> I mean, they did that all season, so why would they change now? But he's clearly showing, like, look, let me show a bit of my worth. Mm-hmm. So next season, new stadium, big signing, American yeah, International. Uh, a lot of times, uh, you know, we have this argument, uh, especially these later season games, where where teams are out of the playoffs and and they can very easily uh, uh, you know just not give their full effort, but and uh, a lot of times people people will say oh well to fix this you can get just promote uh, institute promotion relegation and then everyone will matter and then, all games will matter exactly yeah. and uh, but but in in this system that we do have. Uh, there's still promotion relegation for the players themselves. They can easily lose their jobs. Yeah. Uh, they don't have, there's no real sense of security, even if you're a professional MLS player, because you are, uh, uh, you, you're not really making that much money if right. you're on the lower end. And, uh, and if you lose that job, uh, quote unquote relegated, Right, you will you, your life will be awful. Yeah, after. your life stinks after that. Yeah, so it can it, it can be pretty rough. So they, there's still an incentive. A lot of times, yeah, that's sort of the question. Like, oh, is there really an incentive to play for a lot of the players? There very much isn't an, uh, an incentive. Yeah, and also there's their pride. I mean, never there's. I think uh, we were talking to Paul uh, Maurer over in uh, at the Pablo, DCS. Yeah, Pablo, Pablo, sorry, Pablo Paul Ariola, which Pablo. is the same name. Yeah, um, technically. 
Pablo, uh, and I believe it was him who had asked uh, Dwayne De Rosario yeah. uh, during a really bad season, saying, "What do you think if the fans say it doesn't matter?" And he was like, "What do you mean it doesn't matter? Talk to the players." He slapped him right. In the yeah, I mean, stupid face for asking this stupid I mean, question. And uh, from that moment on, he was Paul ever since. <laughs> he slapped him into a new name um, or a translation of the same name. So uh, you know, clearly it matters to them. Clearly, uh, you know, look, they they want to get paid as well. You know, players want to get paid. They need to play the games. They also don't want to be dropped. They don't want to play badly and get dropped from the team. So they're all trying to keep their jobs at this point, which is kind of what you want. You want that pressure anyway. But what I realize is people want promotion and relegation. They want single table. We don't have that, right? But the supporters created the supporter shield for the team that has the best season, right? Mm-hmm. The best regular season. DC United is definitely not winning that. Uh, they have a chance <laughs> to win it in a few years. <laughs> Uh, if you combine in fact, their, th- their points from multiple seasons, yeah, fact, maybe they will get They it. should lose points on that next season. <laughs> they should start off negative 10, just how bad the season was. <laughs> um, and dude, we might go to the uh, final match at RFK. Yeah, We've yeah. been talking about it. We might check that out um, just to sort of uh, wish it a bit of a do. Um, but here's what I think. I think you and I should create an award that we hand or award to the worst team of the season. You want to go? You want to physically give? No, we can just do it on the podcast. We will. We'll, there's no, there's nothing to protect us from giving this very. <laughs> no one will mo- welcome us. mocking. <laughs> yeah, award. who would welcome us into their club, into their stadium, into their yeah. locker room we, to we, award them a hey? You know, you're the worst team award <laughs> because you know we are booking our trip straight to Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we're I'm I'm engraving Jesse's artist right on that damn trophy. Uh, we'll do it on a piece of stone, just like his first touch. Uh, but what should that what should that award be called? What would the worst worst team of the year award go for? Like the supporter shield is for the best. What's that? Isn't there like that internet award, the Razzies? What was that? Isn't that something? Yeah, but that's not that's not something. Oh, is that something negative? That's a, it's a negative. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the Webbies are a good thing. Sure. Yes. I think yeah. the Razzies are like for something negative. Okay. Yes. What would be What would be the name of the award? Do you have one? If not, we can put it to the fans. Does yeah we yeah let us know. We I mean, probably should have I don't know talked about we this didn't beforehand. talk about this yeah and this well, is, I just had the idea the, now. This is really the problem with the podcast in general is that there's really no communication between the hosts, buddy. <laughs> We're on the edge. We're on the razor's edge. Yeah, there's no plan. No I th- plan. I don't know if some people notice. There, there is very little uh, discussion as, outside of like what games we discuss and like some of the like big top, news items. Some, yeah, yeah it's big new, there's really not much of a, a preparation. I don't know if that if that comes I wouldn't across. call it preparation because I think we both prepared to be very funny. <laughs> uh, what I think. I mean, that's yeah. What I think we do is I think we allow ourselves the freedom to talk about whatever we want. Like the amount of items that we had for the first segment would have covered about 15 minutes. We did over an hour (laughs) because we allow ourselves to just talk as much shit as possible. Yeah, it's wiggle room is what what we say. Mm, A lot of wiggle room. (laughs) Like in Kanye's new pants. (laughs) <laughs> we'll probably have less wiggle room. You get what I'm saying. Yeah, but he has to get bigger pants. That's really bigger the, pants. That's really go. the point. Uh, and I think of elastic. I mean, he and he is fashion forward. So what what he's gonna do for fat people is gonna be. I this can't. A even, whole new world. I can't even wait. <laughs> I Son, mean, 
<laughs> Finally, you're gonna you have skinny to, people ain't gonna have this swag, baby. Gonna, you, the, the the fashion shows are gonna have a steel reinforced runway. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Maybe a bowl of chips at the end of the catwalk, you know what I mean? Just confidently and then grab that <laughs> chip, eat it, and oh, then confidently yeah. walk back. Just look over, see what kind of sandwiches they got. Maybe one of those little stations you can make your own sandwich. So for the walk back. A little something for but the then, walk back. But then you're gonna create new divas of of fat models where they're like, if there's no if there's no sandwiches at the end of that runway, there's no way I'm going out there. I'm just going off the catwalk <laughs> and into the audience because clearly you don't care about me. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, what were we talking? Well, yeah, so we, we don't really. We, that's, what's what's the name? What's the name? Oh, that name of the thing. Um, you know, what's the opposite of a supporter? You know, a hater. <laughs> the hater the shield. Hater shield. I mean, that's <laughs> that's kind of dope. It's kind of it's kind of fun. It's kind of directly negative, though. <laughs> that's not even fun. That's not fun. It's like, no, we hate you. Because it's not. I guess it's not hate, but maybe it's no, more. But like, what you something more up. That, more more that's something that rings a little bit more sympathy than hate. Like know? getting curved. Right, like the like the curve of the year or something. No, but that's not really like. The I mean, because it's their own fault, you know. The curve, the Copa curve. <laughs> no, is it a shield? Or is it, it can't, it can't it's got to be, be a cup. shield. You it can't, can't get, get a cup. cup. You don't get you a cup get a for cup. losing. You don't get a cup. Okay, you're not the New York Red Bulls. Or you know what? It's got to be like a plastic cup. It's a solo cup. <laughs> a solo cup. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, maybe it's like the solo cup of failure. You know. <laughs> sure. I mean, but if you're holding a solo cup, you're probably already failed. You know. Yeah. yeah. It's not- or you're ready to have a good time. You're ready. You're ready to do something's gonna. Help you forget that failure. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll put yeah, it let us fans. know. Let us know what you think. The hater shield is kind of funny, but probably not the thing. We yeah, there's hand something somewhere. better. Let us know what uh, what you think the 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 award for the for the worst team in MLS. What should if we were to create an award for the team that has the worst record, and if it points are tied, we'll go to goal differential. Whoever has worst goal differential, and if that's tied, also we'll go head to head. Sure. And if that's tied, they both get it. How's that sound? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I got nothing else. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's, at this point, it's a participation trophy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> uh, God, we got to um, we got to figure this out. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, we could talk about it. I mean, we, we, could, we could brainstorm all day. Or we could move on. We could move on. Or we could quietly Google it. <laughs> let, We've done that on this podcast before. Let us know uh, if you have any other suggestions outside of Hater Shield. There might there might be some fun ones. So please, add Saka Cool and just hit us up and let us know what you think um so uh let's talk about a couple of the major league soccer matches uh there's a there's a lot of games that have a uh, a lot of playoff implications uh, yeah. for teams that are trying to break in into the uh, uh into those six and, th- and then uh when you think when you look at the west especially the western conference where uh one point can take you from six to first place you know it's it's, it's generally <laughs> pretty tight over there yeah uh i mean you, you get in or out of the playoffs with a draw <laughs> um but uh let's start with uh, the, the the team that's in first place in the western conference the vancouver whitecaps who oh, oh, boy oh boy did we not did we expect very little from this season no i said they were gonna go to the mls cup final baby well no what you uh, earlier in the podcast you said if one of us says it then the cooligans are both on board yeah. uh so, so you were on board. So we both said it. I, I just said. Although I said if we tweet it out, we're both, <laughs> that we both own it. So uh, I'm going to go on there and tweet how gorgeous I am. But how, uh, I mean, the, the, the run of form that they've had the, the last couple of weeks has been pretty surprising. I mean, are you, it's I, not that surprising because they completely changed the way they play. They're parking the bus. I mean, this is what happens when you park the bus. It's ugly and no one likes it. I, I wouldn't. And that wouldn't. I don't know why my voice got so high there. <laughs> Are you a Will Sylvans now? <laughs> why are you? Why are you? Why are you? Uh, 
Um, I don't think. Um, I, I don't find uh, the the white caps like dull. I don't. I don't. You know. It's just uh, the, the, no, because of Jordi Reyna though. Jordi yeah. Reyna is incredible. Well, he, watch, he's been a very, and he changes everything. He's been a very uh, 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 in addition that is like what an immediate impact. Not only with goals but with assists. Uh, I just uh, uh, he's absolutely incredible. You know what it is? Not only is he at the right place at the right time, but he has the 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 vision and the passing ability to put other players in the right place at the right time. I mean, he's just incredible. He's almost like a pendulum. He's incredible to watch, and he dictates the pace, and he dictates that counterattack that is pretty vicious. Yeah, I was uh, I was just looking up where he's from. He's from he's Peruvian. He's uh, what Chiclayo? Chiclayo, yeah. And that sounds like a that sounds like a rough area. That sounds like something your mother hit you with. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, coño, dame chiclayo ese. I'm like, ah oh, shit. Oh no, that. not the chiclayo. Oh no. Uh, sounds like a rough area. How would you know? Uh, but <laughs> it's just just the name. Just it just like you don't really hear. Yeah. You know, just the, the no the, one vacations in chiclayo. <laughs> no. I mean, it sounds like someone not saying ch- Chicago correctly. Yeah, yeah. Know? Well, you it sounds like you. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, well, chiclayo fire, <laughs> chiclayo. Yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, the, maybe the, that's the name of the uh, the loser of the year award, the Chiclayo, the Chiclayo Shield. <laughs> I mean, that's it's a bit of a stretch, a bit of a stretch. Um, but uh, Vancouver did play Colorado. Uh, you, I mean, Colorado's they obviously they they're another team that's been pretty pretty bad over the. I think uh, I think Minnesota is above them now in the table. Which, yeah. Who does who does thunk it, Pa? (laughs) Pa, this is crazy. Not me. (laughs) Uh, I I said that Minnesota was going to get what twelve points in the whole season. I mean, I feel I kind of feel bad for for Tim Howard, man. What what is up with uh, Colorado's defense? They 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 did lose this game two to one, uh, but going forward, Colorado's never been a team that's like. You know, you, they haven't been that impressive. Uh, they they just have they no, have a team. They've got a lot of issues. They, but they have a team that very is very. Uh, you know, when they had Pablo Mastroeni, they were very focused on on defense. Yeah, and you know, Axel Schuberg and uh, um, uh, oh, what's the dude's name with the dreads? Uh, Hairston. Hey, Marlon Hairston. Uh, we're always that, and Birch, right? Was Birch on that team? I don't remember. Uh, but I, mean, I forget the other one. They were uh, pretty reliable, uh, and and a couple changes. Obviously, Jermaine Jones leaving to Los Angeles. Uh, you know him. I think took all those red cards with him. <laughs> he's just calmed them, like wrapped them in a blanket. With yeah. him. He's like, like the chef has that roll of knives. He just <laughs> roll, he has a leather pouch of just rolls up all his red cards, <laughs> rolls it up, <laughs> ties the rope around, and puts it under his arm. And he's like. This is the only bag I need. <laughs> a bit farewell. Yeah. He 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 ties it to like a stick. Yeah. On the bag. A bindle. <laughs> a bindle. Or a brindle, and right? Then, he, like then he walked to Los Angeles yeah. from Colorado. <laughs> some, some type of song that's only whistles playing <laughs> as he's walking down the highway. But um, I think Jermaine Jones is... A a player that probably works a lot much a lot better in Colorado over any other team, right? Like because Jermaine Jones, Jermaine jo- how defensively focused they were, and, and that's and that's kind of what he is. Yeah, that's his clearly his strength. Well, clearly any of whoever their central defensive midfielder is is not doing a great job. Well, they well they got rid of uh, was it Sam Cronin, yeah, uh, who went to Minnesota, and it is kind of interesting because it looks like they gave up a, a, a little bit of that that leadership in the hope that. 
I think they would have. I don't. Even, I, I forgot who they traded for, uh, but clearly it was a mistake. Yeah, and and Minnesota reaped the benefits because Minnesota just like you. It's like tr- tr- you hand them better defenders. You. It's like making a like in the NFL. It's like you. You don't want to. You a lot of teams don't don't like to make trades within their division. Right, because then you strengthen you, someone else. You're you're making better. And it's kind of, that's sort of kind of the you know what happened with Colorado Minnesota. You make this trade, and now that team is just above you. That's a bad trade. You know, like I can't even use this Tam anywhere else, <laughs> and they're beating me. So, uh, yeah. So I, I just kind of feel bad for Tim Howard, uh, and, and I think yeah. Uh, I mean, look, this is the twilight of his career, and he's spending it just staring at balls going past him into the back net. Yeah, it's bad. And, and, not winning, and he has to answer for it. He's like, look, I don't know what just got here. I mean, These people it, suck. It does raise uh, some questions about you know why, even though he's on a bad team that's in bad form. Uh, giving up a lot of goals. Why is he still the number one for the U.S. national team? It, 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 it Bruce. It's like this is his guy. You know, and we remember Alexi Lalas going on the rant about like you know Belgium was five years ago, whatever, four yeah. years ago. It's like that's over. Uh, and, and maybe Bruce is is still sort of like in moonlighting. Yeah, not moonlight, but in that moonlight nostalgia. Yeah, he's still yeah. living in that moment, and this is why. Uh, but you know, Jimmy Conrad did say that Bruce likes the guys that he knows he can trust, and I guess he feels like he can trust uh, Tim but, Howard. But doesn't the Colorado fans do not? But if you're if you're if the player is playing poorly for his club, why? Wouldn't that affect your, uh, you know, uh, your decision when because you wouldn't you want someone who's in better form? Yeah, sure. No, I think you got a good point. Um, I, I have I a make, way to. I make great points. I mean, that's why you're here, dude. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Everyone, everyone, right now on the message board is saying what message board? There is none. Uh, but they're all saying how much. How you many know, great points you make. Speaking of a message board, we have a Reddit that I keep forgetting to mention. Uh, just re- yeah, people keep forgetting to comment on. I don't think there's anything on there. No, no, no it's just like we don't tell people we have it. It's our it's our the cooligans no, or our, our cooligans. Our uh, reddit.com r slash cooligans. So go to the Reddit because um, it's it's being run by Kirby and Nick and Nick. They're so, doing a great job. They're doing great. No work. one's posting. No one's. Posting. <laughs> they're doing a great job. But they, they do other stuff, but they they want to do this too. So yeah. uh, you know, talk to talk to some people on there. Yeah, you know, post some stuff. Call us cucks. That's what that's what yeah, Reddit's that's for. That's what right? Reddit's for. <laughs> Come on, especially after our ramp on the first segment. Uh, yeah, please go on there. But um, I have a way. I have a solution. I have a solution for the men's national team. Instead of starting Tim Howard, start Ryan Mirror. So what I did there? I thought he was Irish. Yeah, just Jesse Marsh. <laughs> Jesse Marsh. <laughs> How Jesse Marsh as the U.S. Men's National Team coach? I, I suggested that on Twitter, and people got very mad at me. I'm like, no, I think he's in line for that. I mean, I, w- I wouldn't be upset if that no. Was, I think that he's, he's great. Good, he's forward he's thinking. He's forward thinking. He likes the modern style. He, you know, possession based. Three defenders, wing backs, counterattacks, which I think, you know, the American national team, especially the American player, is built specifically for. I don't see anything wrong with it. Okay. Yeah, it's, I feel like uh, Red Bull fans would be more upset. They are because they think he's a bad coach. <laughs> they were getting at me on Twitter. I'm like, wait a minute. Why am I defending <laughs> your coach to you? It made no sense. What a weird, yeah. It's a very it's Twilight Zoney, very odd position I had to be in there. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, Jesse Marsh for the men's national team." Yeah, good idea. And it's like RBNY love, you know. I'm like, all right, I, if you don't think so, maybe I shouldn't either. <laughs> um, let's also uh, let's let's go to uh, RSL, uh, the Pecky printer. Um, 
against Seattle. And RSL has been, I, I know uh, Seattle uh, was going through, uh, a, a, they were in a good, they were in a good phase. They were winning a lot of games in a row. Uh, but it seems like after. That is over. After the World, uh, not after the World Cup qualifier, uh, and they, yeah, it's just like they they just either drawing a bunch of games, losing games. Uh, they just have not looked good the last like three four weeks. No, they haven't. And jeez, uh, man, Nico Lodero like just has not had a great year. Sure. Uh, you know, Clint Dempsey's age is showing just a little bit. You know, uh, I know uh, Jordan Morris is hurt. I, obviously, that has. Jordan Morris is hurt, but he also didn't, hasn't had like a, he hasn't he has. set the world ablaze this year. He's had an okay season, uh, but and you know, I feel bad with like guys like Jovan Jones who've already agreed to leave at the end of the season. It's just a tough situation to be put in. I mean, look at FC Dallas. That complete capitulation that's happening there is something that you know everyone else who knows a lot more about MLS than we do has said. There's nothing like this has ever happened before. This has been the, the but, biggest collapse. But I wouldn't compare. FC but Dallas a lot of those situation. players said they wanted to leave at the end of the season, and I think that this is the kind of stuff that happens when that when you do that. Do okay. it in private. Why do you have to agree to that and then be like tweet like, oh, I can't wait to leave this place <laughs> and then the, play for so, the rest of the season? Signing the, the, the yeah, signing the contract. Yeah, and, and you don't need, don't do all that. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. It's like giving a two weeks notice and like still like and then posting it about it, like posting your two weeks notice yeah. on Facebook and then going back to work. No, it's like right before Thanksgiving dinner, telling the kids like, hey, me and your mom are going to split up in a few weeks. <laughs> all right, now <laughs> let's all eat dinner. You know, what I mean? it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> John, finish your piece, <laughs> yeah, okay? Yeah. This is not about the, our divorce. Yeah. <laughs> this is a happy time. Did I cause the divorce? <laughs> Just shut up and eat the mashed potatoes. <laughs> this is exactly what's happening. You don't do shit like that. I don't know why they do it in Europe, but you definitely don't do it here. Yeah, uh, it, it's something you know uh, we're not used to as no. like Amer- American uh, sports fans. But, uh, yeah, a bit of concern for Seattle. They lose this game 2 nothing, but... Uh, I think we can we should praise RSL for really really turning their season around. Uh and the, I mean the last How? month they've just been incredible. I mean and fun and, to watch which is something that I did not think would come out of a Petkey <laughs> team at all. I mean when you look at uh the the players that that have surrounded like the the you know the the platas of the world, right? Yeah. Which is like plata he's always going to be Flashy. He's he's great. So he's always fun to watch. He's fun to watch. But, but Saborino has been on fire. Uh, Jefferson Saborino has been. Uh, Isn't it Jefferson? Jefferson. Yeah. And that was great. You know what I, I loved about that game? I think Brad Friedel was calling the, the announcer. The got it right. He was like, Jefferson. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, son. <laughs> that's how you're supposed to say it. That's not, his name. It's not Jefferson. It's not Jefferson. It's even though, Jefferson. Even though there is a J right there. It's spelled with a J, but it's pronounced, pronounced. because uh, I, forget, I forgot where he's from, but it's uh, somewhere from, in Central America, uh, but it's Jefferson, Jefferson Savarino, Jefferson uh, Savarino. So he, uh, he he's been great. The last, he's been scoring about a, a goal a game the last couple of weeks, but Monster. he he's the, I, I was surprised at this game because for whatever reason, I, I felt like RSL made Seattle look uh, a, a little bit old. You know, they just like were they, they, Albert, yeah. Ru- Albert Rusnak. Uh, yeah, you're right. They have like it's all kids on RSL. Yeah, they, they, they really went a lot younger. And I think when, when Pecky, uh, uh, you know, got the got the job as head coach, I think he made that that conscious uh, choice that, you know, like the, the season wasn't going great. So let's kind of experiment a little he bit more. Michael Jackson. He's like, bring the kids in. Boy. I mean, I, look, I I just want to know. I, I want to let everybody know that from Christian Polanco 
Uh, I try to keep the quality <laughs> of this podcast as high as possible, the, the quality of the comedy. And I don't try, I just do, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I really, uh, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, an important thing to me. Uh, so just know that I will <laughs> never make a joke like that. Not because I, I it's, it's not, oh, it's not I'm a, sorry. What is Christian highbrow Polanco have to say? Not offensive. No, it's, it's fine. No, being offensive, being offended is stupid at that. I just think we just have to keep the bar pretty high. You yeah. know, you know, uh, and I say lower the bar so those kids can get a drink <laughs> just like they would at Michael Jackson's house. <laughs> Jesus juice, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> anyway, RSL. <laughs> It's playing quite well. Pedke, yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah. I, I was uh, a, a little concerned that I, I you know, um, there there were just a couple uh, plays. Just uh, uh, what was, I, I forgot the the second goal. There there was a giveaway from uh, uh, I forgot his name uh, in in one of the midfielders for for the Sounders, but that that uh, basically led to uh, a chanta or, or or a goal. I don't remember exactly. But well, I'm glad you brought this up. No, but. no, but it was just like it was just like uh, all a these guy. I don't know his name. He did something. I'm not dude, sure. And it, led to, it led to uh, maybe a goal. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm just because yeah. I'm mixing up like the moments. Yeah, but it just over- well, you come to the Cooligans for this type of uh, you know breakdown of each game here. But it, it, uh, compared to the, just the, the the form that the Sounders were in a couple weeks ago, it's just like. Are they tired? Is it like you know? It's just a a, a bit of a concern because they they are uh they're looking just way more sluggish than they uh than they did you know at the end of last year yeah. where they were like this was this was the when uprise. they started yeah this is when they started to pick up well they continue to uh, pick up uh, steam yeah. at this point yeah I mean this is not the way you want to go into the playoffs and they haven't clinched yet so you know. You lose two matches on the West, you're all of a sudden in last place, <laughs> and you're up for the hater of the year, or whatever it was that we're going to call it. The hater shield. The hater shield. <laughs> That's a terrible name. Please, we got to find a better one. Uh, come on, fans. We're looking at you. Um, it, it, you very quickly could slide very, very far down, uh, you know, the West, uh, the West. If you if you lose matches, so I don't know where this we've already clinched. Don't worry about it. We can play slowly if we want. Rest our rest our legs. Kind of attitude. But uh, clearly, it's not working. And it's something that needs to be done. Uh, but nothing in that match was worse than Luke Mulholland's slide, knee slide. Luke Mulholland, uh, he scored the second goal. You know, this happens on FIFA every once in a while, where you try to do a knee slide and the player fails yes, at it. Yes, this is one of the celebrations, yeah. Yeah, and you know, you don't do it on purpose, and it's usually done when the player's not that skilled and scores a goal, and you try to do a knee slide, and he'll fail at it. His knees will catch, and he'll fall forward in his face and shake his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke Mulholland brought it into real life. <laughs> uh, it did not look like it was playing. Land? Yeah, I'm glad he brought that in real life as opposed to like a Call of Duty game. Yeah, you know? no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that doesn't. Need to be he real. just throws one of those like stick grenades. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> no, uh, yeah, Luke Mulholland scored this goal and a great goal. It was a great cross uh, and he, 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 perfect place, perfect time. Uh, yeah, blasted past uh, Stephen Fry. But then uh, the slide more concerning because in the game. You you do the slide, but you kind of you fall forward. You, you know you do the knee slide, but yeah, your 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 knees can sort of catch into the dirt, and you and you fall forward like uh, f- sort of face first. But you're supposed to brace yourself with your hands. Most people put their hands out. <laughs> yeah, this Luke. No, no, no. He's like, now nah, my chin could handle the force <laughs> of this fall. Yeah, because it, it, instead of a goal celebration, it became like an epic fail video. Yeah, and he did the knee slide. 
and face first. I mean, hit his head on the grass really hard. Yeah, really hard. To the point where, like, do we need to do a, con- a concussion test uh, just to make sure you can get back, uh, you know, just to, to center pitch? Because it was... Uh, like, how'd, you, how'd your career end? Slid on my knees too hard, man. <laughs> oh, you know how it is. Oh, they get the, the old goal celebration, knee slide, yeah. face plant. Oh, man. <laughs> seen- Happens to the best of them. <laughs> We've seen that injury yeah. year after year. That's how George Best went out. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody ends their career that way. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it was uh, uh, it, it one of the more interesting uh, goal fail celebrations. Yeah, because uh, I've seen a couple in the past. I I don't love them, but they the ones that are really ridiculous are the ones where they people like tear their ACL celebrating. Oh my goals. god! Yeah, there was like a famous uh, 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 what's a kicker in the NFL. Got like yeah. a massive contract, but like he was in college, celebrated the final game. He won like a bowl with a with a uh, field goal and he was doing some dance, ruined his NFL career, <laughs> never made it into the NFL because of it. <laughs> yeah, there was another there was a guy uh, on the Detroit Lions that did a uh, he sacked uh, uh, the quarterback, did a celebration. He, did, he he tried to do like the Ronaldo jump. Yeah. After the goal. Those guys too big for that. <laughs> Tore his knee apart from from doing that, and and uh, ended his season just for, uh, after that sack. Once again, NFL's not real athletes, okay? <laughs> but salute to everyone who took a knee. Oh, uh, <laughs> exactly. So um, let's also uh, let's let's talk about Portland against Orlando. Let's do it because uh, I think your MVP played and scored in this game. Yeah, the they're... Jamie Vardy of the MLS. <laughs> was that ten in a row? Nine in a row? Ten, I believe. Ten nine in a row. Week, yeah, that Valeri has scored in. I mean, it's just absolutely incredible. Adi goes down. Everyone's mm-hmm. like, "What's gonna happen?" They put Maddox up top, and they're like, "I know what's gonna happen. We're never gonna score again because <laughs> Darren Maddox is up there." But lo and behold, Valeri's like, "Yo, hold my beer." I got this. Mm -hmm. And for the rest of the season, he scored and scored and scored. Will this form carry them into the MLS Cup? I don't know. I don't think so. But I'm kind of afraid to vote against them or pick against them because they're that good right now. Yeah, they have uh, they have looked pretty good. I I know they uh, I I guess because of the the Western Conference is pretty tight. It's it's you can't just say like oh Portland's taking it or whatever uh, because they again they lose one game and they're they can go down to like fifth place. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, but but you got to give them uh, some credit. I mean this game Orlando is. You know they had that. They were in first place at one point in uh, early in the season, and uh, they are they are a team that is flailing. Uh, you know they they uh, there's so much. You know they brought in Dom Dwyer, and they thought that that would uh, resolve a lot of uh, their issues. Right. They thought Laren and Dwyer would be a, a, a great pair, but I mean this match they they get no goals, uh, and and uh, th- that in itself is the thing that has to have. Jason Christ kind of losing his hair. Uh, but he's also got to be at the end of his rope. Like, I can't imagine you write these players down on a sheet of paper. You look at this squad on a sheet of paper and you think to yourself, you're not going to make the playoffs. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It's got to be the coach, right? Uh, I mean, but they've had different coaches and they've and they've had the same result. So who, who's I mean, not yeah. this season? Not, I mean, look, they, they, are, and they didn't have Dom Dwyer. 
I mean, some Dude, people Dwyer, Laren, Kakai, Barnes. Some people are suggesting that the that, other players, <laughs> the other guys, Spectre, <laughs> with accent, other people with accent marks in their names. Yeah. Oh, you got <laughs> all types of vowels and consonants <laughs> in there. Um, but uh, yeah, they they um they have like the I think we spoke about them maybe like two three weeks ago. But they, they uh, some people were suggesting that like that that. Orlando kind of has the same problem that NYCFC, uh, NYCFC has that like when Pirlo plays, they're kind of a, they, they struggle yeah. a little bit more. No, they pretty much almost lose every time. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and some people are suggesting that Kaká is kind of the same, uh, it's the same issue. Uh, I'm, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm basing this on just, you know, inco- no knowledge inco- whatsoever. Incoherent tweets that people are tweeting, but we're I, not I, we're not bringing you facts at all. We're bringing you emotion. But I that's have, exactly what that emotion. I have is seen right that, now. but but when I watch Kaká play, I, I'm not like, oh, he's clearly the problem. Uh, I I don't. It doesn't seem like that on the field. Is it one of those things you think where like people are like other players are waiting for him to do something? You know what I mean? Like I don't they're know. like I mean, Ka- come on, you're Kaká, so Ka- handle it for us. Kaká got hurt the first game of the season, and th- those first like you know. Eight nine games for Orlando were the best they've ever looked. Yeah. So I mean, it, you know, it, it it is it maybe Jason Christ can't handle big names. You know, maybe though, like big egos. Maybe he has a difficult time. Maybe, kind of- yeah, that supposedly that was a big issue with uh, you know his firing at NYCFC. He you know uh, David Villa didn't um, like him too much. They didn't get along, and neither did uh, you know um, what's his face. Uh, Frank Lampard. So mm-hmm. maybe that's it. Maybe that the Kaká is not someone that he can motivate. You know what I mean? Because he doesn't have like Kaká just doesn't respect. Maybe Kaká doesn't respect him, or maybe he's just like, look, I'm not going to talk Portuguese to you. Okay? <laughs> Kaká's like, I know four languages. He's like, Yo no puedo hablar con usted, biblioteca, and like that's Spanish. And he's like, oh, all right. He uh, uh, but the, the, in this game, Valeri did get uh, he got a brace. And uh, he scored. He scored that penalty. Yeah. Uh, a shout out to Elvis from On the Volley Apparel, who's out. Who's out at the game? Yeah, man. Uh, with uh, our boy Igor. Igor. Uh, and uh, Tat, the Mr. Tat. Yeah, the Tat man, uh, Igor Mortis uh, at Igor Mortis thirteen. If you need a tattoo in Portland, yo, go get yourself tatted up. If you're in Portland, get a nice Cool Against Teardrop tattoo on your and, face. And by the way, he will do whatever tattoo you want, but he will also do Cool Against tattoos for free. <laughs> so if you do get a Cool Against logo on you, he'll do that for free. And he's gonna tell you no, and he's gonna <laughs> hand you a bill. But don't worry about it; he'll pay for it. We won't, but he will. Don't worry about it; he's got you. So, um, uh, but uh, Valeri did look. Uh, uh, It's weird Valeri Especially being a midfielder He is uh, His second goal uh, Which was uh, Darren Maddox Tried to do the chip Mm -hmm. uh, Over Bendik And uh, And Valeri was there But it was literally Inches of rolling Over the line And it was going to be A goal kick Or I I think he did Get a hand on it So it might have been A a corner And Valeri just Somehow found A Joseph Martinez Like angle To score that ball I mean I'm I'm always impressed With that But when you think About the fact that you play a lot more soccer than I do. And by that, I mean you play. It's just 100% uh, more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's not put numbers behind it because it's not necessary. Um, by the way, you don't know any other stats, but you know that one, you son of a bitch. Right? But uh, you play. You understand how difficult it is to get that ball and to make that type of perfect strike at it while running full speed at it. Yeah. But, but what impresses me more is that, especially with uh, Fernando Adi not being there, that Valeri has kind of taken that role. I brought that up already. 
No, no, you didn't. Let me finish my point. I'm saying not not the role of just the scorer, but just like oh. of like the guy who knows where to be to score. Like right, a, right, right. Like more of a, he's a midfielder. He is he's not, a midfielder and now a poacher. And now a poacher. Well. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's just so crazy. No, it's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> that he's he's uh kind of. Uh, uh, more of a roaming player when you he- want to hear something even more impressive. Siggy is going to make him a right back, also. So he's literally <laughs> going to do everything. What a, what a bold! <laughs> I know. I'm sure Portland Timbers fans would love yeah. Siggy Schmidt telling them how they should, <laughs> should they should run their team, where they should play their MVP <laughs> level player. Caleb Porter's like, no, 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 no take Sig- over the training. Let buddy. us know. Give us your thought, former yeah. Seattle Sounders yeah, yeah. Good <laughs> coach. Yeah, get in here. Yeah, we'd love to hear your. Opinion. What do you have? <laughs> to say that's what's important to the Portland. You know Timbers what, Siggy, fans. you're gonna be the new Timber Siggy. Yeah, <laughs> you're, gonna, yeah. you're gonna cut down the logs every time. <laughs> People are gonna, I'm sure they're gonna welcome you with open arms. Oh God, <laughs> just a pile of Schmidt. <laughs> so, um, uh, uh, finally, we should uh, discuss the Atlanta and Montreal because we are we will be. Yeah, we already talked about NYCFC Connecticut. Yeah, so but we should be. Uh, no, we are going to be at the at, at Mercedes-Benz Stadium t- uh, today. Today. If you're at, listening to this listen- on Wednesday when this is released, <laughs> we're, turn around because we're right behind you. <laughs> right there. Right there. Uh, and we're excited to, uh, uh, to be at uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Ah, dude, and I'm see so amped. They, they, uh, Atlanta will be playing the, uh, the Philadelphia Union. And uh, if everything goes as planned... Uh, they're going to score lots and lots of goals, and Philadelphia will score none. Although, <laughs> Maggie, as they call him, Miguel yeah. Amiron, he's not going to be playing. He's injured. I don't know how long he's out for. Did they give a number? Three weeks. Well, that's not too bad. He's going to be back for the playoffs. Yeah, he'll be fine. But this is, again, because but, of the turf. But, this is because of the turf. But missing three weeks, you get, he's he's already missing 14 Atlanta United games. Yeah. There's, I mean, that's, <laughs> there goes an entire season out the window now, but he's going to miss. Yeah. Um, one, he's not going to get to meet us. That's a real shame. I mean, he's met us already. Miguel Amiron's never met us. We met him at MLS All-Star. Remember we interviewed him? No. Miguel Amiron, remember he had his translator and we were talking to him in Spanish and then... We talked to Miguel Amiron? Oh my God. Are you serious? <laughs> I do not remember this at all. Are you kidding There's me? There's footage. There's footage of this. Oh my God. I must have been on a, on a fruit bowl high. I think you were too busy looking at Dom Dwyer's abs, bro. No, I think I was uh, <laughs> thinking about what is Nikolic doing right now? <laughs> Yes, we remember we spoke to him and then we were talking to him in Spanish and then his translator was translating. Oh, the, this was in the locker room. In the locker yeah, room. Yeah, I do remember this now. <laughs> hey, he's already met us. We've met Miguel. Wow. How did I forget that? I don't know. God. I don't know how he did that. Anyway. Biggie. All uh, right. Well, all right. So he's already met us. But we, so, but we don't get to see so, him play. So we don't care about his injury. <laughs> no, we don't get to see him play for Lenny and I. We apparently already saw him play for the All-Stars. Yeah, totally we saw him not. play for the All-Stars. Yeah. And we saw him play against NYCFC well, when he came right. to Yankee Stadium. Yeah, I've seen that. But we don't get to see him at home is what I'm saying. And yeah, that is it's correct. a shame that he doesn't get to meet us again. That's all. <laughs> I can't believe we met that's, him. That's really the tragedy here. Yeah, that's the big issue. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, Atlanta. We're, we're, yeah, we are going to be there. Maybe but- that now that he's injured, he has time to come to our event. <laughs> On Thursday, September 20th. At Argosy. Go to redclaycomedy.com to buy yourself tickets. And also, uh, you get a high five for me if you could explain to me why everything in Atlanta uh, uses the word terminus. Okay. There's yeah. Terminus Legion. There's like Terminus Station. There's Terminus everything. Everything out there is Terminus. Why? Sounds very ominous. Terminus ominous. You know? It sounds very Terminus. <laughs> There's a guy named Terminus. Is like, what's up? <laughs> um, 
Uh, oh, so uh, Montreal uh, did come to Mercedes Benz and lose as uh, as has been happening for any team. Uh, Every for, team. I thought of Orlando got a draw. The only team. Orlando came ready to go. Got a point in there. Um, but uh, this game two nothing. Uh, another spectacular display. You, I we, think the most shocking thing is Justin Martinez didn't score. Yes. He was at like 1.3 or 1.4 goals per game before that or per 90, as you, they say. You know, what was interesting is that he well, he got two hat tricks in one week. And after this game against Montreal, he, uh, the, uh, you know, they, 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 all the players, they, they walk through this uh, tunnel. Yeah. To, uh, and all the fans sit on the side. Right. Stand and on the, the tunnel side. goes to the other side of Mexico. <laughs> it's the El Chapo. <laughs> it's the El, El Chapo, Chapo tunnel. tunnel. Uh, that's not what I mean. Yeah. A figurative tunnel. <laughs> yeah, of yeah. People. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a tunnel of people. They got the, like the red ropes, right? They yeah, got the and, velvet and, ropes. And people, they'll they'll give high fives or sign autographs as they're as they're going back to the locker room. And uh, all, a lot of players were happy about the victory. Joseph Martinez was furious with fu- himself. He hey he was like he had the worst game in the world. Well, to him he did. Well, he I mean he didn't score, but the team played very well, and he had a, a lot of great chances. And and just just him being on the field makes him a threat and gives other players opportunities to and score space. Yeah, for sure. But you know, he also missed like what three shots that I think he normally gets anyway. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. So but, I'm sure he was like he hates having a bad game. But you know, that's the kind of player you want. You want someone who's like that, not someone who's like, hey. I played like shit, but what's up, baby? We put, won. put me right back, okay? <laughs> I, 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 I won that game. Put me, put me back there. You want me to play? You want me to hand out popcorn, <laughs> baby? I got you. I just want to be part of the team. I just want to be here. <laughs> Give me that check. Uh, it, it was a, I mean, cool. I, I get that, and that mentality is great. But it, part of me was like, I mean, it, wait, is this guy was spoiled with all these hat tricks. We're getting him too many hat tricks. Spoiled? No, that's what you want. <laughs> Spoiled's the wrong word. No, that's what you want. Well, like, is that is that the 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 standard for Joseph Martinez now? If you don't get a hat trick, you had a miserable game. Yeah. <laughs> God bless. That's what you want. That wouldn't you want a player like that on NYCFC? I mean, it's it's just the the attitude. Of look and look and, and that's I'm, someone who is dedicated to winning. I'm I'm framing it very much from that moment of, uh, you know, it, it, leaving the pitch and walking through. There's like there were like two three photos of him kind of like doing a sad emoji face. You know what I mean? It, I mean I'm not saying like, God bless him, <laughs> but it was compared to the other players, it did look a little. Yeah, but dude, if you're a fan of uh, Atlanta United, you couldn't be happier than having no, someone like he's, that. He's a beast, and he's gonna he's gonna. But also, just like he's someone who cares, he cares. Yeah, well, they, they... let me tell you something. I bet you he lives in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, he lives under Mercedes Benz Stadium. He probably lives <laughs> right by it. <laughs> I guarantee you, he lives in the city. He lives in the roof of it. Yeah, I, you know what? I can, I can, I one hundred percent say he does not live in Connecticut. So, okay, yeah, what? A, yeah, it's a bold. Uh, I mean, we we're gonna have to fact check this. I'm but. willing to go put <laughs> put everything I know on the line right because now. because I look, I cannot confirm nor deny this. I will have to do the research <laughs> yeah, yeah. to make sure because I do I do not want to have an uninformed debate. <laughs> no, no, this. no, no, no. Does he or does he not <laughs> live in the Antarctic? We don't know. <laughs> but what we will do is find out. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but uh, a couple interesting things uh, to this game. Uh, Miguel Amiron getting injured. What a couple weeks ago we were just talking about th- this concern of of Tata Martino. Some people are putting this injury on Tata Martino for not resting some of these players because September, uh, uh, you know, Atlanta United was having they, they were scheduled for ninety three games and they, uh, they they would have to sit a couple. Well, uh, this is this is the school of Bielsa. Which what's the greatest coach of all time? Uh, not Bielsa, San, San Paoli. San Paoli, who comes from the school of Bielsa. Tata Martino also comes from the B- school of Bielsa. Bielsa High. 
Yeah. <laughs> Say by the Bielsa. Bielsa 136. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. BS136. Bielsa School 136. Uh, for those of you who went uh, to, to Bielsa High School, you know. If you, uh, and if you cut school, that is that is the worst offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Exactly. Almost that almost works perfectly because the school of Bielsa is that you if there's something to play for, including points, you start the best possible team you have. There's no such thing as uh, fatigue. There's no such thing as injury. You leave it all on the field. Look at look at the way Chile plays. Look at the way Chile plays. When yeah, Chile Chile's played, not going to make it to the World Cup. Because, but look, they won the Copa America two years, two t- two tournaments in a row. Yeah. Because they put it all on the line. Uh, guys like Vidal, you know, when they were in the World Cup or when they were in the Copa, they would, you know, inject themselves with, you know, numbing agents to be able to get back out there and stuff. Well, that certainly may be going too far. It shows you the mentality. The mentality is put it all on the line, leave it all on the field every time. That's exactly how Tata Martino is playing. And the thing about MLS teams, you're typically not that deep. He figured out a way to win, and that's just run your team ragged. Uh, and yeah, maybe that's a great way to win a league that has a single table. And maybe that's not exactly the way you go into the playoffs. But he's figuring that out as he goes along. And we said that the turf might injure some people. And what might it injure? It might injure your ligaments and your knees and exactly what happened to him. Yeah. So... It's not exactly Tata Martino's fault. It's that turf you all love so much because they wet it and it's super slick and you guys are playing like the balls on a goddamn slip and slide and you're attacking super fast. Your midfield's not even getting involved. It's just strictly the ball's going directly to your forwards. And this is what happens sometimes. I mean, I, I, And he's only gone for three weeks. Guess what? This is the rest he needs. <laughs> sure. I mean, you, you wouldn't want him to be injured. I, it, it seems like an easy... Uh, um, uh, precaution and, and easily and, avoidable and, and a preventative thing. And, and you, you, once I saw, you know, the early September, uh, you know, the, once it was like four games in a row with the same starters with Martinez, yeah, Villalba, Almiron, uh, uh, Assad, like just the same same guys. They, they they really only move about two or three pieces. Yeah, per he has game. a very short rotation. Yeah, I mean, uh, they they he, he did sit um, uh, Gonzalez Perez one game. I know that because uh, I had him in my fantasy. And he didn't start both games. Oh, now you're now upset. That, how dare you? I thought you were the dude that runs yeah. them ragged. Uh, when it involves your own <laughs> team and it affects them, I don't care. But when it starts to affect me, <laughs> now you now you're taking it too far. Do you remember? Remember this fake uh, late night show? I think it was called Dick Dietrich. Uh, it sounds familiar, right? It was a it was a parody of uh, like Mari Povich, and it was at late night. Okay, and uh, there was uh, the uh, one of the guests was making fun of the audience, and then he said something about Dick Dietrich, and the guy's like, "Hey, hey, hey." You come on the show. You can make fun of the audience. But when you make fun of me, you've gone too far, <laughs> which is the opposite of something I think Maury once said or sure. Donahue once said. I used to laugh at that all the time. That's exactly what you're doing right now. You're like, <laughs> no, 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 no. You run your team ragged. That's fine as long as I'm getting points. The moment I stop getting points, that's when I get involved. No, you, you, you're dead to me, Tata. <laughs> too far. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, but, uh, but obviously they still uh, win this game. And we, we do. But also, to- don't say this too loud because we're going there. We're going to the game tomorrow or tonight. Wait, 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 now you're listening. Are you going to whisper it? No, no, no. But like, what if he hears us and we watch a bunch of like nobodies play that game? It's just <laughs> the kids. No, I, I, I don't. According to you, I don't think that's uh, going to happen. And seeing how miserable Joseph Martinez was after the, uh, after the game. Oh, he's going to play. He's going to take that frustration out on Philly. Oh, poor Philly. <laughs> you, better, you better watch out. Philly got no idea what they're walking into. 
too. Every every uh, every photo of Joseph Martinez look like it's gonna look like it has red eye in it. Yeah. Just, I was like, oh no, it's not. It's not a photo effect. Yeah, his eyes. Uh, <laughs> does this photo move at all? Because I see his heart beating out of his chest. No, it's just a regular photo. <laughs> wow, he's really filled with rage. Yeah. This Joseph Martinez. Uh, we are actually. We did finally get the past credentials. We did press credentials, I should say. Um, we uh, hope. I hope we get to. Uh, Talk to some of the players, get to ask them some questions, and you know how we do. They're not going to be the appropriate question, questions that you're okay, supposed to well ask. Well, don't, don't uh, ruin before we even get in the door. Oh, no. Well, I mean, they're going to listen to this. It's the day of. What are they going to do? They can't do nothing about it, right? Uh, but you know who else I get to hope we get to meet? Fafa Picault. New Yorker. Okay, New Yorker on, yeah, on, uh, yeah. on Philly. All right. Glad I brought that up <laughs> on the podcast and on private. Okay. Yeah. You want to talk about Fafa Picault? I want to talk about uh, Tito Villabas. Go. Oh, my God. That thing is still ripping through the net. <laughs> I mean, he, he seems to do this every uh, every couple of games. Uh, he, he, he's sort of becoming the, the Tommy Mack of Atlanta. Very much so. But he also plays with a different... I don't know if it's intensity. There's something about the way it he is plays. Very much intensity. But like, you know, it's, Joseph Martinez has an intensity. But like, Joseph Miguel Ma- is more smooth. Yeah. Joseph Martinez is half and half. Villalba is 100% intensity. <laughs> that Venn diagram, Joseph Martinez is the middle. Miguel Amidon is over here. Villalba is a fiery ball of rage over here. Yeah, Joseph Martinez is like the, he's the, the quiet storm. You yeah. know, he's the guy like, if, 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 if somebody told me Joseph Martinez was a serial killer. I'd be like, oh, he has all the qualities of yeah. a serial killer. Uh, but like Villalba is way more uh, uh, just like wears his heart on his sleeve. Every goal he, he had when he scored that goal against Orlando. There's that great uh, that great image of him of just like looking like he's doing a, a Dragon Ball Z Super Saiyan. Yeah. Just gl- you know, and people did that glow thing around him. Like, right, I don't know what that is, but. I know Dragon Ball Z is like the kid with like yes, the big you hair. Know they all wear geese. You know exactly what it is? No, I don't. You don't know what Super Saiyan is. You've no. seen you've seen it before. No, that's they they have balls, right? They, they throw glow, balls. Yeah, they go they, their hair is blonde and they glow and they have that 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 a yellow aura around them. Oh boy. Sorry. You shrug <laughs> shrug emoji. Uh but he, he like in Mob Deep, like when Mob Deep <laughs> that's the only way you're gonna get me to understand. So but when when uh Viaba scores, whenever he's just uh uh when he when he's giving that full effort, whenever or when he celebrates a goal or whatever, he is I mean, I mean, you worry about his voice. Like he's gonna lose his voice. That, uh, how much he like he like sort of yeah. at the top of his. Like he's just strain his throat. Yeah. No. He's he's a completely. He's just on the edge of 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 just like you know ripping his ho- own heart out. He's <laughs> running as hard as he possibly can. Yeah. He takes these huge strides. Huge. Yeah. He's not a he's not a big dude, but he has like uh, he has a he has a tank on him, man. He's yeah. like he, he's he's fast uh, and and. Uh, like sort of that 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 engine that like um, Angola Conte has that I sort of see, like, yeah. just like I'm like but he, he Angola doesn't, Conte doesn't play with that intensity though. No, no, but but the, w- w- I'm, as far as pace and speed and and like just yeah. like sort of like no you know the guy at the party who just did coke and no one else is doing coke. <laughs> That's Villalba. Like he's like you know someone's running like does everyone have a party another party this party? All right, we're gonna get more beers. Anybody want more beers? We're gonna get alcohol. Hey, I got a good idea for a nap. I'll be right back. I'm gonna go take a shit. That yeah. guy. Yeah, Villalba. <laughs> That's it, that guy. Is that dude? I don't even want to be in the locker room. Yeah, no, 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 not at all. I never want to make him angry. Not at all. Uh, 
So yeah, but that, that goal was incredible. Not only for for the, uh, the 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 power behind the shot, but there was a nutmeg before uh, before the shot. The, I, I, I and the ball kind of trickled back into the direction it needed to go in. Yeah, it was like a, a nutmeg that that was with an assist. Low with an assist, it was just <laughs> yeah. like perfect placement on the on, on the ball. Yeah, I uh, just laid it out for him. I, and and I I love seeing these shots because more than anything, Vialba is. I feel like he's one of the few players that that has that kind of power on on uh, for, for a shot like that, yeah. Uh, especially in MLS, but also uh, incredible accuracy and just a, a, a intelligent like placement. That that if like I mean whatever. If I'm I'm not comparing myself to Tito Villalba. Oh, here we go, everybody. He but, plays every Sunday. <laughs> but the the uh, Laurent Simon was. Uh, yeah kind of bl- blocking the shot from his right leg like so like to force him to his left right which is a a, a smart way to defend right so sure. cuz obviously he's a he's world a cup starting right footed player so like get get kind of get in front you're not going to stop the you're, shot you increase your odds that he's going to miss it's what they do to Messi get him on the bad foot exactly yeah and uh which no he doesn't have one he doesn't no. <laughs> his hand is a good foot <laughs> That's, yeah, it's like the, the rules have changed where they allow Messi to use his hands to to to, to even the the yeah, playing field. Play field. Yeah, <laughs> he's walking on his hands, still scoring. Um, but the the goal uh, was was such an incre- just su- such an intelligent shot to to still go to still go to the right. Yeah, I, it's absolutely incredible. I mean, but look, he he did what he was supposed to do as as a defender. You don't you don't expect you know your your defensive mid to to, to get uh, nutmegged at right there, right? Uh, and and it's also it's not always Tito Villalba that's in that position that Just, that can make a quality shot like that. I remember when I was back in my corporate days when I was rich and I thought I was going to be rich forever. Mm. I thought here's a cool thing. Why don't I? Go to a racing school, not to become a, a, a race car driver, what, but just to what spend a, money. What a fall from grace! What a boy! You have no <laughs> what idea. What a fall from gracing yeah, school. Yeah. Now I'm like, anybody got a swipe for this for this for the subway? <laughs> but a uh, racing school. I was gonna go to a racing school. You can go to like a, NASCAR. Yeah, no, like uh, like like F1. You could go like. But I wanted to do saloon there's, racing, which is what a regular car. There's weight limits in those indie cars. Oh, you, you can't just son <laughs> of a it bitch. can't just be anybody. <laughs> you easy joke, low hanging fruit. All right, you know you me do. and Kanye are both very offended right now. No, it's like it's called saloon racing, where it's like a regular car. At that point, it probably would have been a BMW M3. Okay, and they they sort of take all the seats out, they put roll cages, and then they lighten it up. And it's very popular in Europe. And I was like, yeah, I'll go do that because it'll be fun, right? So I call up, I forget the company, but they were based in Dallas. And the guy's like, well, the one thing you got to know about racing here, I don't know his accent. He's like, you got to understand the way we race is you're either 100% on the gas or 100% on the brake. And you're like, well, that's not really how you're supposed to race. Like, that's, not, you that's to- not racing. No, when you're like, when you're 100% on the brake, you're definitively <laughs> not, not racing. racing. <laughs> in fact, if anything, you're very anti-racing at that moment. Uh, but he was like, well, you drive as hard as you can to the last minute, and then you brake as hard as you can. And you're like, well, that's just going to cause a lot of sliding and all that. They're like, you need to learn how to control the car if you're going to race here. And it was just a lot of that back have you and ever, forth. Have you ever heard of inertia? You know? Yeah, <laughs> it was very odd. Everything he said was very odd, and it was that's how Vialba plays. He's a hundred percent this way or a hundred percent that way. You know, that's it. Sure, he's definitely definitely not on the break. No, uh, <laughs> if you were like, "Yo, could you pass me this salt?" He'd be like, "Grab the salt, back to where you are." It's like, wow, that was. 
That was the fastest I've ever yeah. received. So. That was also very unnecessary. <laughs> you could have just reached over. Uh, uh, but, he, but he's killing it. And uh, and uh, himself. Oh, and we should also congratu- uh, congratulate Jeff Lorenowitz uh, getting his first MLS goal. Yeah. Oh, for, for Atlanta. For Atlanta. For Atlanta. Yeah. Nice header. Would technically, right? I think it was off of his chest or it, his leg. I don't think. Uh, uh, we couldn't uh, see it on the highlight. From the feet. Yeah. I don't think they had a great angle. It, it sort of looked like. Uh, uh, three players just collided and, right. and Loretta, it hit Lorena with last. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that worked out, but it worked out. Yeah. And it looked like Joseph Martinez dove for it. It looked like he might have headed it, but it wasn't. It was Lorena. It's, and Joseph Martinez like, just give it to me. Yeah. I, it's, yeah Lorena, it's, you don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> he, it, it looked like, uh, yeah, like Martinez headed Lorena knee into the ball. Do you know what I mean? Like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Joseph Martinez dove with such force yeah. that he forced Lorena. It was a it was a Rube Goldberg machine of goals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all the stuff. And a mouse gets caught underneath the cup <laughs> at the end of the goal. Uh, so yeah, it was it was interesting. You're but, surprised I knew what that was. Uh, what, the Rube Goldberg yeah. machine? No, not really. No, not really. All right, cool. Because she looked at me like, all right, that's exactly what I meant. <laughs> well, I'm I'm just glad. Uh, you know the 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 like the momentum didn't end, you know, because if yeah. you didn't know, it would have been like that was that was a great joke. Yeah, we could have we got fun little. I was thing. like, is this one of those Dragon Ball Z things? But it was not. I mean, it's a, it's. I feel like it's a popular enough thing, and people have seen. Even if you don't see, you haven't seen the show. You've seen the image. You get sort of get the concept of it. All right. Well, not me. Okay. Well, all right. Well. Some of us were virgins for a long time, all right? <laughs> Boy. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, that is the end of our show, everybody. Yeah, some of us were virgins for a long time. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Atlanta, again. Uh, today you're listening to this. We right Think now. How much fun you're having listening to this? Imagine if we were doing you, this right in front of you. Are you listening to this podcast as you're talking to us right now? Because yeah. We, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the way, get off your phones. We're right here. Yeah. The guys that you look listen, up. The guys that you're listening to in your ears. We're right in front of you. you They're can, right in front of you. You can hear us in in real time. We're just two guys standing in front of a crowd asking them to love them. <laughs> That's all we are. That's it. So um. Uh, again, uh, Red Clay Comedy Festival, we're, we're super excited uh, uh, to be there. So if you're listening to this on, on Wednesday, September uh, 27th, uh, you still, or if you're listening to this on the 28th, uh, uh, go get tickets. There might still be some available. Yeah. Uh, if they, if, again, if it's sold out, uh, just hit us up. We'll, we'll try to make uh, some room. We'll really try to accommodate. Uh, we, it's, a, it's a very unique thing for uh, Atlanta United fans and for us, uh, you know, to soccer at a comedy festival. Huge. Again, never been done it's going to be uh the first of its kind uh let's let's give them a good show let's give the comedy world uh let, let's show that soccer fans love both things yeah and this is this is important for you know the comedy community but it's way 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 more important for the soccer community and also to make us look like we're smart <laughs> because we told everyone that soccer and comedy <laughs> works together and we kind of need to prove it now yeah but, uh you know to everyone that's already purchased the ticket and uh even if our new listeners which i know a lot of you guys purchased tickets and, and have been hitting us up saying that you're trying to get out of work and stuff to come out. Some of you guys work later in the night uh, in the day. And that means the absolute world to us. Uh, thank you so much for coming out. If you have friends that want to come out, there's a few tickets left. Um, we're actually thinking of adding seats. So if you find out that there are no seats left, make sure you hit us up. You don't have a lot of time um, and we're going to be very busy, but we are going to be checking our messages. Let us know. We will try our hardest to make sure that we can make more seats available if they are needed. Um, we hope we get to that point because that, that just 
just makes us look great. And yeah. that, that would make it even for a much more fun uh, experience. The more the merrier. But let us know. But we're going to have a blast at Argosy. It's going to be absolutely awesome. And don't forget, that $10 that you use to buy tickets to our event also comes off of a pass. So that goes towards your pass. So if you decide, you know what? I loved what these guys were doing. I just want to see some straight comedy after this. Well, go ahead and buy, buy yourself a pass. Buy yourself tickets to another podcast. Cal Canaan has one. Uh, Nikki Glazer's doing a show on it. It's just going to be awesome. There's going to be a lot of cool stuff. Nothing cooler than us, obviously, because we're the cool agains, yeah. obviously. Uh, so, yeah. So, thank you again for listening to this. Uh, we're excited about being in Atlanta. A uh, lot of stuff happening. It's going to be a very, very fun weekend that we're very much looking forward to. Yeah. And also, thank you to Red Clay Comedy Festival for having the confidence in us to not only give us an opportunity to perform there, but to do a live podcast. And shouts to Mac Weldon, which is making this all happen. You guys will hear more about that at the event and, and some of the content that we're creating around this whole trip. Mm-hmm. But absolute shouts to Mac Weldon. If you haven't already, go buy their underwear. Absolutely awesome. But don't do it so you find out about our uh, code. <laughs> That's very, very important. Uh, yeah. So thank you again, everyone, for listening to another episode of our show. A little a little, little footy show. We have Absolutely. A, we have a good time doing it. We're uh, two silly comedians talking about soccer. I hope you had a good time. So uh, my name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerreros. And together. What we, are we? The Cooligans!